0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. We're glad you joined us. Uh, I'm Andre.
1: And I'm Chris.
0: And we have friend of the show, Fire Guy Joe, back with us again this week.
2: I got upgraded to friend? I'm so honored. I feel so special. (laughs)
0: nice
1: keep it up and we'll have like your own entrance music
2: i just want i just want as one all, random
1: guy in the audience to yell
2: hey
0: joe you know, that's, <laughs> it. that's all i asked for <laughs> as always we're glad that you joined us uh it's been uh the first thing i want to talk about is we fixed our quality issues with riverside um it's a almost a hack so i'm not really happy about it but for the most part i'm pleased um So hopefully that shows through in the the episode quality. Um, Yeah. If you're curious
1: about that, you can check out our YouTube feed uh, where Andre posted a video explaining how he fixed it. Uh, Fellow podcasters who may be experiencing similar technical difficulties are... Encouraged to visit. It is a one of those things. I've had a similar situation. I can't remember what program it was or exactly how it worked, but one of those things where it's like, oh, you open this other program first, and now this other thing works. (laughs) It's like, okay, sure, whatever. Makes sense. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, very happy to have the quality back up because that was one of the reasons that we chose Riverside was because of our ability to record nice high quality. I mean, really, like we're some beautiful people on here, right? Like you want to see us in the highest quality. If we could record in 4K, people, like we would, trust me. Not really. No, that's too much. But
0: (laughs) Well, let's get into it.
1: All right, uh, so we have a new segment again this week. Uh, I'm just going to keep throwing new stuff at the wall until we find something that sticks. Um, Quick Hits was there. We'll probably bring it back at some point, but we've had uh, some pretty meaty discussions here lately. So this new section um, is brilliant because it requires us to do no real prep work whatsoever. Uh, I just go on Reddit, and I go to the AITA subreddit, short for Am I the Asshole? Uh, and pick something that I think would be fun for us to discuss. So this week we have: Am I the asshole for sternly telling my wife I get to invite whoever I want whenever I want to my house? And here is the details. A, yeah, I know, right? Like Andres like, I know. Yeah. This isn't even. This isn't even really like a debate. I just. This guy. I was like, oh my god. My wife is a stay-at-home mom uh, while I work full-time. We have two kids that I help do 50% of their care while she handles cooking and cleaning and the other 50% of childcare as well. I... He works forty hours a week, but helps with fifty percent of the childcare somehow. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't believe that. I don't believe <laughs> that at all. When they're sleeping. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's the hard part. Uh, I'm sociable by nature and am fast at making friends, whether at work or outside of it. The uh, problem is my wife. Uh, my, the problem my work. wife has is that I invite friends and coworkers over every few days to my house for dinner or lunch. Restaurants aren't an option now due to budget. My wife said she has to cook for my guests, though I never tell her to cook this or that. Nor ever complain about her choice of meals because it depends. The guests eat whatever she feels like cooking, yet she complains that she has to cook for extra people, which takes extra effort and time. And also, since I sit with the guests, then she has to serve them by bringing coffee, slash, preparing the table, slash, etc. Since I told her I don't do those chores, but I thought that since this is her area of responsibility, then where's the problem? <laughs>
2: mm. Oh my God, I'm so you know, triggered. There's a little bit more. I'm going to
1: condense this this last part because it's pretty freaking long. I don't Uh, think we need any more. (laughs) invited, like, (laughs) six people over for Thanksgiving and, like, apparently didn't tell her until, like, right beforehand. Um, And then she got really mad and was, like, perfectly pleasant while they were there. But then as soon as they left, was just like – done with it basically and he was like I this is my house and I get to invite whoever I want whatever I want and you're gonna like it missy so uh guys I mean this is this is this is hard right this is a toss-up here is this guy the asshole
3: yeah
2: yeah I I think it really determines if 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 an asshole is reading this then yeah then it's a toss-up but no it's straightforward
0: (laughs) holy hell Everything Everything he said is wrong. I
1: know.
0: Reddit, you, can right? wrong. It, yes, you can get downvotes, right?
1: That isn't wrong. Yes, you absolutely can. Although How many they, downvotes uh, do you have? Well, it's 78% upvoted, but on the Am I the Asshole thread, they say don't downvote uh, assholes. That's not the point, right? The point isn't. He's trying to vindicate so you, himself, so but you, ultimately, if you downvote uh, it, then like it, in, it goes away. It goes away. In this case, he gets completely lambasted by 4.3 thousand comments <laughs> yeah. of everybody oh, telling man. him, you are the asshole, sir. <laughs> like... so, so right off the bat, the
2: dude sounds extraordinarily conceited. You, yeah. There's no possible way you're doing 50 percent of the child care and housework and working in a full time job. I worked two full time jobs and I could barely do 20 percent. Like that, like, and then the whole I don't do the I don't do the the pre prep. Like I don't cook, I don't clean, yeah. I don't set the table. I don't clean. Well, then what do you do? Right. <laughs> like it sounds like she's an excellent, excellent wife who's just trying the best to like handle the situation. But multiple times a week, come on, dude. One yeah, time, look- one or two times a month is perfectly acceptable. You can't even argue yeah. that. But sure, if if you're trying to supplement your a relationship with your wife and family with your friends. Because you can't afford to go, like, bring them by bringing your friends to your house, because you can't afford to go out to a club or anything. It's maybe probably she, more expensive to bring them to
0: your house.
1: That's what I would think. Like, ultimately, you, you know, know, he's like, oh, it would cost mon- money to go to lunch. And it's like, but how much is your wife spending or you spending ultimately, like, yeah. by her having to prepare food for these people?
2: Well, a bottle of rum chata is is twenty five dollars, and that can last a lot longer than three shots of rum chata, for the same this price.
1: True. So, oh, that's I would true. I
2: wouldn't say it's more expensive, but I would say it's it's definitely more taxing. And I think a person like him should take in consideration that if his wife did not do any of those small services unasked, how how horrible his experience would have been, or at least how horrible his guest would have been, experience would have been. Therefore, not having any future guest. So. Yeah. I uh, I don't I would not say she didn't say some things that were unjustified in in like her in her criticism she might have went far a couple times, but he I just I I mean, he so, literally not. yeah he literally just. He just asked uh, me for it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, well, the reason I, mean, I say the reason budget... I
2: say the whole thing. Sorry, Gary. No, I'm sorry. I got a lot oh. on this. This feels very very similar to what I go through. So, like,
0: oh. but... so I, I just think that, in all honesty, it's like, look, you know, in our budget we have what we call like play money, right? So my wife gets play money every month. I get play money every month, and that's the money I use to go out to lunch with, with friends or whatever. You know, that's like, a real kinky way to call mean, it. Be... <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't have an. Oh, did I, I cut, did you cut you off with that. I'm budget. sorry. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, it's just, or fun money, or I think it's called—I don't know what it's called—but like, like the thing is, it's like it doesn't mess with the budget. Whatever she does with that money, she does with that money. Whatever I do with that money is that money. It's like petty cash. The, yeah, it's like yeah. I used to have it called petty cash in <laughs> my budget,
2: but, but such, I, I
0: actually felt pretty bad privileged bad bad. to say. <laughs> mm, here um, you go, some petty cash.
1: No, um, see this dude but, understands the petty
0: cash. <laughs> it's, it's a well, it's a business term. It's just like the the cash you need just to go do stuff. Um, but
2: I, I think money for the till, yeah,
0: yeah. What what I think is it's really weird about this guy is that he's married. You know? Yeah, I, I don't. Are you asking how he got married? I
3: honestly, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's part of it, um, but it's just like everything. Everything he says is wrong and Thanksgiving is probably like, dude, if your wife wasn't thinking about not being with you next year, she is now. <laughs> that is some pretty foul crap.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- that I to me is friends. like, you, you <laughs> yeah. are convinced that no matter what you do, your wife's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. type, or it's just one of those people who married somebody because he wanted a mom not an actual like partner
0: i don't i don't even like that word it's your wife right i'm my wife is my wife and i'm her husband I, the partnership doesn't fly with me and also uh, this is why because i really do believe that partner doesn't handle the, the fact that when you're on and she's off right you've got to pick up the slack and vice versa Like, you guys, I just, the partner thing is, like, it's not a transaction. It's not transactional. Um, That's just my line of thinking. But my wife is my my wife, and I want to make sure that I don't, that's, like, one of the most important relationships in my life. I don't want to damage that. See, I don't think
1: of it so much as, like, a transactional relationship, more, like, buddy cop.
0: You know? Oh sure. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're my partner in crime. <laughs> go Let's to, go yeah, out there and, <laughs> and, and beat up some ethnic. We, we go back to his death benefits. <laughs> 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 yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how much do you make so when, when like, you die? oh hell yeah! yeah, yeah right? <laughs> so I, I don't know. I just I think that you're right. The way that he's he looks at marriage is not the right way. Something's off there. Um, well, that's, it could also be a product
2: be... of marrying too young. Because sometimes when you marry two, of them, you you feel like this is uh, like you said earlier, you're not going to go anywhere. It's you're you're so interconnected on your budget, your your life. That why would you ever break
1: up? That kind of thing. I know. Old Which old I feel- Yeah. See, and that's what I was gonna say is that I, I think like it, it. I understand what you're saying, Joe, and I think it would ultimately it's more of a life experience you know, yeah. like a maturity kind of thing than it is, I think, just a strict age, you know, like I think you can yeah. have that perspective um, at a younger age based on what you grew up with or you know, what you've gone or through, lack I think yeah, yeah, or lack thereof, exactly yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah p- precisely, so,
3: alright well, all right, so we, that was we fun
1: this guy <laughs> as <the asshole. laughs> yeah, yeah, I must <laughs> say, the say <laughs> to answer certified <laughs> asshole next week yeah, I'll but try, but try but to find one four. that's a uh, that's a little more uh, ask, debatable.
2: How's that? I think we should ask we, well, we know he's the asshole, but we should ask if is he
1: redeemable? No, oh. I don't think he is. Um He's 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 decided down that road, dude. I mean like you what? can you can you can grow. Like I think ultimately that's not that's not a position that I think is incapable of like that somebody is completely incapable or intractable to get out of, but it's. I mean, it's not going to be easy. It sounds like he's pretty yeah. well. In, like he feels like he's in the right if he's on Reddit. Reddit. And and I love like sternly. Like he emphasized that he sternly told his wife yeah, this. That's, and that's where that's where, like that's where I'm like the exactly yeah. Like you're talking to her like a child. This is not. This does not feel like a healthy relationship. So chances are no. no. Um, <laughs> within the next like six months, they're probably getting separated or divorced. Like, it's it's over from here. Uh, yeah, he's I, I take it as. Now,
0: I, I, I will take that. I will say that he's. If he understands where he's off, then they can probably work it out. Yeah, but if that's his, if he's saying that to make himself feel better and not wanting to own up to what he did wrong, then he's screwed. But um, if he's if he can sit back and be like, "Yo, that was foul," they might be able to work it out he doesn't seem like that type of dude he's doesn't. not built like that. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: it's he definitely sound like he went to go try to play the victim on this
0: yeah yeah, we'll yeah. See. I, Maybe I would we'll say get that he's redeemable later. after
2: the fact after he loses it all
1: and that sudden shock
2: of chlorine to the system get that bog water Maybe. out of there <laughs>
1: that, that works for some people but not everybody some of them it just makes them more <laughs> resilient to the fact that like oh well i was right and everybody else is wrong but.
0: They don't understand. Oh my god, you now have no idea.
2: Food. <laughs>
1: yeah. We got. I got some yummy stuff to talk about next. Cooking. Mm-hmm. So I am like, I, I, I have it on my I'd list too uh, <laughs> I know, and you have no food. <laughs> Um, uh, to update that one, because we, we barely even talk about actually like cooking stuff anymore. It's almost all just like, I went here and ate this amazing food. So at some point it'll get updated to just like food. Uh, but for this week, we're still using cooking. And, uh, last week I went, been <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> Last week we went to Christy and I went to Crust, which is a I know right, it is a an adult grilled cheese s- sandwich. Okay, store I gotta ask before restaurant. we continue. What about
2: it makes an adult aspect? Like that's is just is, is it because they don't have Barney running around or
1: something? I mean, like they're they're fancy grilled cheeses. Like you know, that's not it's not just so, like two pieces of white bread with some butter and. A, how much? No, it sounds like a lot of white bread to me. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I get this guy. <laughs> All right, so they have several <laughs> vegan options, which was the reason that, of mm. course, we ended up going there. And one of is the the one that Christy on top got of <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what I do. I'm sorry. This is your first time on the show. You just ro- <laughs> look what you're wearing,
2: dude. You just roll in it. I'm so proud of you. You know, well, sometimes yeah. what, we like seeing people fail what I'm to the extreme. What do you mean? You're, you're, look what I'm wearing! This
1: is, my, <laughs> this is my, this is my, this is my cozy sweater. Mm, and my Mr. Rogers
2: gone drunk.
0: you mean.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. So anyway, tell me more about. Tell us about the pretentious sandwich
1: grilled cheese. <laughs> the porn shop that makes grilled cheese sandwiches. Uh, no, so, like, I got what they call their jury, uh, J-U-R-I sandwich, and it's basically, like, a vegan um, Korean beef barbecue. So, like, it bulgogi uh, with, like, right. sesame seeds and stuff in it, and then it had these, like, really spicy hot peppers, fresh jalapenos, and some cheese on, like, a baguette. Um, that... You're talking about white spicy, or? I mean, like it was pretty spicy. It wasn't it sounds pretty good. It wasn't like melt your face spicy. Uh, the peppers in what, the sandwich it? itself, like the fresh jalapenos, were the spiciest part of it by far.
2: Okay, was it like like regular loaf size or what?
1: I mean, it was a it was a baguette. It was like, what is it, so okay, like a,
2: so it was, yeah, okay. So artisan bread, got it. Okay,
1: yeah. Kind of like a, mm-hmm. like almost like a sub, but not really, not, not a, because it's like cut in half, not not dug well, out. A lot of that these, being said, when you do it. <laughs> um, oh man! Yeah, so that was that was really good, Christy. I can't remember which the one that she, oh, feed me Seymour, um, was the one that she got, <laughs> and that was really good too. I don't remember exactly what was on. I feed think I had like an Impossible Seymour. Patty or something. Um, oh, I was God. not I'm a huge fan of their the, tomato which, soup. Lo-
2: I love the little shop of horrors reference. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> they do I mean
0: like so, I have to respect to the their Korean fun game too. But yeah, was so it, like uh, <laughs> Jackfruit. Was it Satan Jackfruit? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the okay. Jackfruit
1: uh and I I'm hit or miss with Jackfruit sometimes. Like it can be done really really well. Like it was mm-hmm. the, here where it's you don't even like I didn't even Recognize think for a second that it was Jackfruit. It
0: was right.
1: I at one point I had to kind of check to make sure that I had gotten the vegan one.
0: Oh, Cause... so they have a cross menu or is it like yes. all vegan?
1: Yes, So they oh, only that's... have some items that are vegan and the rest are are not. Um, okay. but
0: yeah, that's difficult. Eh. God bless them for that. They do a good job <laughs> They have mac and cheese
1: too, <laughs> but they didn't have their cashew uh, cheese sauce that they use for the vegan one, so we didn't get to try that. Right. Uh, do they have? So what's tops? this
0: other place you went to? <laughs> so this other place. Now tell me about the uh, uh, yeah. feed me Seymour. Oh, yeah, Feed Me Seymour. <laughs> so that's just. That just sounds very adult. Oh, that sandwich? <laughs> uh, or the reference? <laughs> All of it. It's just like.
1: Okay, so Feed, Feed Me. Me Seymour is a reference to Little Shop of Horrors. I know that. Okay. I... Well, well that's why I asked if, why, yep. if you didn't uh, understand the,
2: rest of the reference. Yeah, <laughs> it was a play on.
0: and then turned to a movie. Broadway musical. I'm trying actually. to find with uh, uh, the guy from Ghostbusters, the dorky white guy.
2: Yeah, Rick Moranis. Yeah, the guy from the no Honey I Shrunk the Kids. You mean? Me That's his. That was kids. his pr- his prime moment right there. He's never done anything better since. I'm
0: looking. I'm looking at Crust's website and their menu looks pretty good. It is. Uh, Are we all planning a date now? What's going on? <laughs> Dude, this, this guy's a Mets fan. You can't eat there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask.
1: So yeah, the jury number the the thirteen point five or I guess the that, yeah, thirteen and a half. Uh, you can get that vegan. The feed me Seymour. That's got the Impossible Patty, Chow vegan cheese, thousand oh the Thousand Island dressing. Christy said was absolutely amazing. Um, really caramelized okay. onions, sourdough, and she added avocado. Um, but yeah, they have a what they call the ghost face filla. That's got shaved ribeye, nice. aged mozzarella. That's and a nice reference.
2: Somebody's doing yeah. their job in the kitchen they must with those be names. From New York.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing. And then they do tots. They got tots and stuff that you can get. Um, the tots were pretty good. I did not care for their tomato soup. Unfortunately, that was a little disappointing. Because um, I love being good. That? Well, because I love me a good like uh, grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup. Like and it was yeah, cold did that it. day, so it was like tomato soup water. Um but there was just something about the tomato soup that I just wasn't. It had like almost kinda like like a floral aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And I I'm not I'm not here for eating potpourri. Like I grew up with potpourri all over the house and like
0: I hate potpourri.
1: Yeah, it's the worst. Whoever thought that, that was I, like a legit thing. Wasn't it French?
0: Parents, because they were all getting high in the 70s. I hate that and incense also. Yeah. Incense are annoying. But the other no place, place that, that we went,
1: uh, Steam. So this is another not vegan restaurant, um, but they did have a couple Do of have vegan options. discounts? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. Ah, yeah, right. You don't it. call
2: yourself Steam and you don't have holiday discounts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's actually in the Embassy Suites uh, downtown in Wilmington. But it's right on the river. Um, the way that the way that it's set up, like the restaurant itself, is is kind of separated. This is like one of the nicest Embassy Suites I've ever seen. Um, but you've been to many. I'm not
0: knocking the rest. I'm not knocking <laughs> the uh, hotel. I'm, I'm knocking. So it's like a, <laughs> a tenant of the hotel, or are they like lease the space. I think. Like, like, I, I believe it, it is river, a tenant they... of the hotel. Okay.
1: I think like it is part of the hotel that they came in but obviously the hotel spent good money to put a nice restaurant in um, gotcha. Gotcha. I mean there's but, so much
2: hotel competition in downtown Wilmington too you know you have all those you people imagine, getting drunk yeah. they need to place they need they need to attract drunks for you know one night stands and stuff <laughs> I used to be an, I used to be an Uber driver back there so huh? I knew—I know so exactly what those people do and
1: where to take them see that's a life experience see that's what I'm talking about yeah um, Nothing but, but yeah, bad ones. So I got, Can't wait to they share. They have a <laughs> a vegan uh, Alfredo um, that was really really good. Yeah, I, don't like I know that you sauce. don't like white sauce, so that's not, not for you. How do you but... make a uh, How do you make
2: a vegan Alfredo? Cashews, cashews.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. So, so cashews does it are te- does one the of the main. Does texture out the same? Not uh, Ma- I almost said Maso Menus. <laughs>
1: So, we all understand so also, that. Here, so it's kind sure. of like
2: making cashew milk in that respect, yeah. And then utilizing that as a base for the for a substitute for the cream.
1: Usually, what yeah, you will do is you soak the cashews huge. for a while, Sorry. and then like throw them like into the uh, what do you call it? The yeah, food processor. Nuts, yeah.
0: I <laughs> just wanted to say, he, he was waiting the yeah. whole time to that say he's soaked Suck his nuts. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> he said, that's all he wanted to say was like, so you soaked the nuts, right? So you soaked the nuts? soaked yeah. nuts, yeah. Once they get moist, yeah, you yeah, process like, them.
1: I, <laughs> I make a roasted garlic uh, cashew Alfredo sauce at home that is... It's very very good. I I, I mean, just can't
0: oh, with, I I just can't with white sauce. There's just, just something about it where I I just that's can't racist. Rock with that's racist. It. it is ding. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys ready to talk about some pop culture? No, I no. want to talk about my, my my latest addiction. I've been making the hell out of some vegan subs. Well, you didn't put this on the like, list, so we're. Sk- I know. No. I,
1: I was just thinking about it. It's <laughs> not on the list. New- no. New business is... We've already finished new business.
0: <laughs> Dork. I'm not, dude. But yeah, I've been making a lot of vegan subs. Yeah. Like a, like a boss. So like, what are you putting on own your own vegan abs. subs? Um, green peppers, onions, lettuce, uh, vegan um, Swiss cheese, mm-hmm. and vegan uh, provolone. Okay. And I made my own little... Uh, like, vinaigrette dressing? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so dope with mm-hmm. oregano. It's like crack. It's amazing. Um, I can't get enough of them. They're, like, amazing. That sounds good. So no, no like, yeah. meat substitute or anything. No, it's all just I've veggies actually, and cheese. I think I've actually kind of graduated from that. Nice. Um, but where are you getting your protein? Be... I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I eat enough I eat enough beans, Joe. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, that's my new – it's like my new crack. It's, it it kind of goes with my uh, hash brown addiction. Yeah. So now, yeah, now pounds I have hash browns. How do you like alone. your hash browns? Do you, do you like to, like, like, shred it or do you like to actually form made, form mold it? No, I shred them. I, t- I shred <laughs> it. Like, my wife has to buy, like, 10 pounds of potatoes a week because I make culture. hash browns like a, like a champ. Uh, oh, and good. because she's Peruvian. So – I, I love hash browns. You just eat and some whole. And I mold, have vegan God. chili. Raw. Yeah, it's like, it's amazing. <laughs> anyway, that's, my, that's all I got Which on the food. you foods. can <laughs> You can do that. They proved Let's it. Let's talk about some pop cultures. Pop-court. All right, I got to take off my sweatshirt. Yeah,
2: right? you do. Woo. Yeah, play the music. Play the club music. I'm disappointing you. You don't have that pre-fire. I I was so
0: focused on not letting my... (laughs) Don't humiliate the guy. Jeez. I was so focused on not, like, pulling my headphones out. Yeah, you did good there. I would have had to, like, start all over, like, no, damn it. This can't be every week. Um, So in
1: honor of... Uh, our kind of man park that we our digital man park that we've created here uh i God, added I the that. snl's man park skit to uh <laughs> the list here because that's one of the better skits that i've seen them do in an, at least this season yeah. if not the last couple of seasons yeah. um, very relatable just very yeah it was hilarious uh i kind of want to build a man
0: park i think we need this man it'll like change the whole tone of the country right like do you, except, i like the your Mets fans. just ready yeah no there'll
1: be a big sign out front that says no mets fans you know out. i couldn't
2: i couldn't help i couldn't help but in that video there was no dc fans it was all marvel marvel marvel
1: that made me so well, happy was, well, <laughs> well, i, I mean a reason for that it's pretty
0: accurate i will say well yeah anyway <laughs> how was ghostbusters uh, okay, so you go first. Are you both side? Mm-hmm. Oh, how bad did this suck? No, man. I, did the, <laughs> I did the look. No, <laughs> I did ahead, the sad Joe, boy uh, thing. You go
2: first. I did the bad. No, no, you're gonna go first. But I just want to say this real quick because he asked me. Okay. I did the sad boy thing, and I looked up my phone after like, like an argument with my wife, and I was like, hmm, what can I do for myself? Hmm there's a movie across the street I literally live right across the street from a movie theater I, that, that's right. why I, we built the house here just to have you know I, that literally was the reason we chose this property because <laughs> I, I love cinema and it was right across the street that way if the car ever broke down I could just walk yes, but right. uh, yeah, 9.45 show time and I was like "Yo, my god I won't get back till midnight <laughs> I'm like I'm like I was like, hey, hey Paul. Everybody already like, sleep. Yeah. I was like, watch the kids. He's like, they're they're already asleep. I'm like, fantastic. I'm gonna go watch the Ghostbusters. That's probably gonna be horrible. And um <laughs> now
1: is your turn. And that's where you stop. Y- you go. So I can say mm-hmm. that it was amazing. It was everything that I want in my nostalgia filled soft reboots as you so deemed it. Like it had Elements from the first movie. It had all these little, like, beautiful little pieces that were just dropped right in there. It had a lovely tone to it. It wasn't dripping in nostalgia, but had just enough of it. There was... um The the casting was fantastic. I loved the little girl. She was awesome. Um There's no sarcasm I, I, in there? Paul Rudd. Holy Paul shit. Rudd. Paul Rudd was amazing. Was like, I mean, just Paul Rudd. He was just Paul Rudd, but that's Paul Rudd. Like, that's what I want from Paul Rudd. I want Paul Rudd. <laughs> Give me Paul Rudd.
2: Look at Andre's face.
1: He hasn't even he seen it, so he like it. he doesn't even get to comment on it. So I'll
2: wait. I'll wait. So <laughs> I'm not in a rush. I will. I will let it be known that this movie theater across the street for me, their ticket mm-hmm. price is only five bucks. So okay. there was not much of an investment in that. I was there was no I'm going to lose money on this if it goes bad. Yeah. Um having that said, it was well worth the 5 bucks. I would not pay Boom. IMAX for this. I would not say, I would not pay IMAX for this cuz a lot of, some people are They're going into IMAX for I wouldn't pay that. IMAX Regal to go see this either.
1: But I wouldn't pay yeah, IMAX to see it, any
2: movie. If you if you I think I had a whole year of horrible horrible movies and horrible remakes and soft reboots. This one was was nostalgia at a at a Smooth level throughout, and it was thank you. It was riveting, and the the only gripe I had with the entire movie is they o oh, they <laughs> it can't be riveting. <laughs> it, for me, it was dude like it was. the whole they the whole, did a really good job. They did really good. They and they, they made a character that wasn't and in the movie until the end so emotional, like you just felt what the what you know you know you know I mean yeah. I, you want
1: know, I me mean, I'm not going to spoil it. Is, is so, it a spoil? I don't or if want it to spoil that. Event? I don't think. Be- I don't want to spoil that piece because it's not in the trailer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did, you <do> anyway, that? <laughs> did you do that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, nice. <laughs> Honestly, the only problem I had was they overused the stereotypical Luke Skywalker, um, like reverse aging technology, a little bit. Like they, they yeah, overused I, that in right, one so scene. I was like, this. okay.
0: Yeah. I, I did not watch the movie, but I did. I think. One of us ran across an article, and I sent it to you. No, I, I sent I it, it to it. you, and I was right. That article, okay, that's my just exact because sentiment.
1: an article, some author out there, which by the way, yeah. publishing online, as we've proven time and time again, very low bar, right? Like, does not <laughs> require. <same>. Yeah, <laughs> oh, i got to yeah. Just <laughs> because somebody wrote a book so... named My
2: Comp doesn't mean it's the best book in the world.
0: <laughs> oh. No, my, my point being I had that, like, like two. I. Yeah, I'm not going to crap over the movie all over there the news. But I will say yeah, you that. will. Cuz
1: it's a good movie, so you shouldn't do that because then all of the internet nerds will come after you. <laughs>
2: That's <racist>. But but <laughs> so, um so if so. you compare this movie to the last the last try, time they try to make a remake, it nine day difference. The last one was just straight Garbage. Look, I mean, and, like, look, I,
1: I I sat here on the last podcast episode and said that I enjoyed the, the 2016 remake of Ghostbusters. Yeah. I will watch and that movie. boy I like it. I think and, it's fun. I'm not saying and it some was boys great. Like
2: getting their nuts twisted. It. Yeah, It's well,
1: <laughs> not me. Just because this one those two cool. things happen to line up this one time,
0: <laughs> does not mean? No. My, my my point is my point is this: like, I don't have a like. I, I just think here's there's room in Hollywood for both
1: nostalgic reboots like this and here's, here's, garbage new here's movies like the
2: Tomorrow War.
1: Uh, Andre, Andre, here's, here's you
2: what? go, and then I'll 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 add something to it because I, I have a feeling.
1: And then I'll, I'll just keep interrupting in between.
0: Yeah. So my my feeling is this: it goes. It's two parts. One, the reason like Ridley Scott and um, the other douchebag are like, oh, Marvel James movies. James Cameron. Like a hero, James Cameron. Like, I hate superhero douchebag. movies. And it's like, dude, guys, you know why they do so well? They have fresh content. Like, they don't hit the ball out of the park every time. They recycle the, content... the exact same storyline for actually, every actually... movie. So why is Marvel, like, Because literally...
1: people will pay to see the same thing over
0: and over again Chris, in different they are running the... Sc... Flavors. They are running this. Stop. Hear me out. They are running the scoreboard up on original content. They have an oh, open, God. like... They have... <laughs> Over, they have they have over seventy years of content to pull from. You know what you get and in the, movie, like, in the, the traditional <laughs> cinema, and yet we have to, everybody's like getting their panties all wet over Avatar 2.
1: No, I'm saying and yet every Marvel movie basically <laughs> tells the same story we from start to
0: end. <laughs> Not, that's actually not true. It's very, the second, they are very second, formulaic the, in the way that they the develop their thoughts say, for movies. The oh, second wow. thing I'll say is I am not even remotely intrigued or care about any type of reboot from my childhood. Right. If they read, if they redid Goonies, I'd be like, what for? Okay, time, they, out. Yeah, time out. <laughs> this is a perfect
2: segue into what I wanted to I say. One, shame on you guys for bringing comic book stuff in here. And not making that its own segment. You—that is my bread and butter.
1: I have so much to say about that. But we so, could make comic books its okay. own segment, but we usually do
2: just wrap I came it in, in with pop
1: culture.
2: I came into this movie. I came at the movie, but I came into this movie with the idea that if this goes really bad, I'll just not talk about it and pretend it never happened, like you would. Yeah. If, you know, every time you think. Right. But after when i i got halfway through it and i was like i was finding myself actually chuckling and smiling at these these at these characters the main character is the little girl is just amazing charismatic as heck in the in the weirdest way It's in like the it, weirdest she has no way. yeah she's so dorky and awkward i was like i i'm rooting for you i don't want you to get killed <laughs> don't get don't so, let the stay puff marshmallow. She kind of reminded,
1: and I I, I kind of hate making this comparison because I don't particularly like The Big Bang Theory. But in a way, she was kind of like Sheldon Cooper. I get you on that.
2: No, you know, no, like
1: just that I, that standoff. Sheldon Cooper
2: always felt she, to me that it was like a it was like a fake. Like like let's yeah. put twelve writers behind his one character and, and make it unbelievable. You're this, right, she, she is actually much better intriguing.
1: Than, than him. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, Kayla she, because Kuka she, because she had like false. Um, <laughs> I
0: don't <laughs> she's know like her the name, the, I just know the, she's funny. The, the big Bang Theory.
2: <laughs> oh uh, I don't yeah. know their names. I don't know their names. I'm not that yeah, I'm not I'm not th- I'm not that big of a nerd when it comes to cinema. I, I mean, TV show. stuff. <laughs> you bring up Stargate SU1, I'll, I'll burn you down. But anyway, let me so finish I, this. So Okay, yeah. Let go me ahead. finish, let me finish. <laughs> you me go ahead. The... Okay. And I'm losing it. Hold on. I'm catching it. Okay. My brain's slipping.
0: The... You're defending this movie because the the main character, the girl, was okay. You, you were talking about if they remake the Goonies. That's how, how I got in this thought process.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, Halfway through the movie, I was starting to feel like like why am I happy about this? Why am I liking this? And it's because I realized early on with a no f- given attitude as soon as I came in, this movie is not made for people like me. It's made for the transitional generation, the ones that know oh, of yeah. know of Ghostbusters. They see the Hot Topic shirts. They they hear their parents and their their uncles talking about or making reference to hot, the Ghostbusters but they don't have the they don't know like the the spirit of ghostbusters and i think this movie That's gives right. a very realistic and honest translation of what the original spirit of ghostbusters was but for which a is very new generation
1: which is funny because in a lot of ways that is literally the plot of the movie yeah yeah. Okay. Right, like,
0: they succeed in, 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 in some ways. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, okay, I, I just, you're done. We get you guys, it. Blah, you guys blah, blah blah blah. blah, blah. Or this movie? It was great. Like
1: it's it. okay for movies to be good and for people to enjoy them, on <laughs> right? Like, you just... anyways, yeah, uh, be Cowboy Bebop too. Too. was a grossly overrated remake that I really haven't enjoyed at all. Uh, I mean, like, I'm just I'm not here for these, you know, real uh, real life reboots uh, of anime oh, well, yeah, properties yeah, like. That. That-
0: yeah, live action of an anime. That's, yeah, like, that's uh, I, I, done. we've done that's,
1: that to yeah. death now, right? We had yeah, uh, Ghost in the Shell, just, um, just Final give Fantasy. A give me
2: a one to one remake of Trigun. Dragon Ball Z. Happy. Well,
1: Dragon Ball Z doesn't count. Like, yeah, that, it does. You're that it's an anime or that it wasn't a real life adaptation. Anyways, it I'm with you obviously because Cowboy Bebop is amazing. Uh, I've only watched the first like three episodes so far. I watched them last night, but yeah, I mean, like, I what it's where what rock has John Ho been hiding under that he yeah. was just like, oh, let me pop up in Cowboy Bebop and just like well, I, completely <laughs> <laughs> I
0: yeah, he's slay dude. He's Seriously,
1: slayed. like him and uh, the other dude. I was like, that's like uh, if if I was Asian, this is basically me and Andre. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't do all those like token Negro things. I like, gotta be straight out with you. There's a lot of token Negro stuff. I'm like, I'm not even down for that. Like what? We're not. <laughs> I can't remember. There's just a I don't know. There's just a bunch of token stuff. I'm like, yeah, we gotta like um, we gotta like reel that back, back in. But it's such a good show. It is. It's- I won't call. it.
1: So I like I'm kind of curious because again I've never seen the anime Cowboy Bebop, Um, so I have I'm sorry I just never I'd never oh my god I didn't have those friends back then, Um, and so you know know, what I'm trying to understand is because that's why you became a a vegan. No, it's not like a vegan. (laughs) says the guy who eats like 50% vegan of his own accord for no particular reason. Hey man, if it's food I'll eat it. Food women yeah.
2: or alcohol I'll take it.
1: <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about yeah. this eventually.
3: Oh. oh.
2: All
1: right, but well, let me yeah. let me let me finish my thoughts on Cowboy Bebop real quick before we dive into Batman comic books. Um Batman this a lot is a of to the his TV okay. of comics. Here's here's a great example, right? Cowboy Bebop is an absolutely beautifully shot show. The cinematography yeah. in that show is second to none. Eternals wishes that they had the cinematography quality of shots that Cowboy Bebop has. In my personal opinion, it's just yeah. I haven't. Well, is I it, know is you it have it Just CG. I don't even care.
0: It's probably the same in Eternals.
1: Actually, I I
0: think you're, I can give you that. I think the cinematography was like spot on. It was incredible. Yeah, the set set design was amazing because you couldn't, you really couldn't tell where the CG started and the set ended. Well, and so that was the other thing I'm
1: trying to figure out is how much of the scene setup and the specific like shots were taken, you know, basically verbatim from the
0: cartoon. I think a lot of it because it that was, was my massive. that was
1: my interpretation of it, like it felt yeah. like I was watching an anime, the way that certain things were filmed, the certain angles, like the overhead shots with the fan spinning and stuff like that right. those are all things that to me, I would expect to see in an animated format, and i just I thought the way that they presented it like it was super vibrant without being it wasn't quite like Thor Ragnarok or Sin City yeah exactly like that was, that was, it found like, like a really like... good kind of balance yeah, um, I, I enjoy it but yeah it's it's it. been great I'm really looking forward to finishing it
0: when you watch Arcane it's gonna blow your mind alright it's like I got so much to do tonight <laughs> ooh I know right, now, right? <laughs> Arcane if you haven't watched it have you, you not watched like
1: any of the Cowboy can... Bebop yet Joe? no I've been in court oh okay okay <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm just, there's What's no joke to that. I, that was, that's the truth.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Do I me... need to put, like, the... <laughs> Disclaimer? <laughs> <Just> so people <laughs> don't feel horribly uncomfortable? Like,
3: <laughs> including nah, me and in This what I'm
1: here
2: for. I'm here to just <laughs> screw up the paradigm every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the next thing you had on there, Chris, is something about, are we all... Are we all, nerds? Are we all, D&D, nerds? all D&D nerds? So, like, Joe,
1: you posted something on Facebook that was basically, it was like, yeah, it was some like, you know, joke or some meme about like, uh, when, when you want to seduce the, you know, like the barmaid or something like that. And, and you don't roll a natural twin. Well, no, but your dungeon master is like, go ahead. Like, you know, oh, like yeah. en- encouraging me. you to do yeah, it basically. Uh, yeah, no,
2: and so the, the joke I... was, um, I, <laughs> The joke was the barbarian wants to uh, seduce the the, um, the the handmaiden, the barbarian oh, yeah. and he and the DM was like, "Go ahead." And he's like, "What do you mean, go ahead?" And he was like, "Seduce me!" And he's saying <laughs> for in real life, which I've been in situations like that. I've been in accidental. I don't know if you. A lot of people don't. I guess a lot of people don't know because I, when I talk about people, are like, "What the hell is that?" But there are situations when you have adult D and D parties and is not told in advance. That when they want you to role play, they want you to really do it. They want the romantics. Just they want you to like really get in there, and mm-hmm. that's how you end up at a no pants party on accident. That's not a joke. Well, I'll be that's honest. Just, that's that's not a joke. That's truth. <laughs> that's life experience. There, guys, wang right next to me like this close, and he's like, "Hey man, you want a beer?"
0: Nah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go
2: home.
0: I'm gonna go home. I haven't played D and D in well like a, well over twenty years like a long time. But I I used to actively I this, DM. I I just don't have that type of on the spot creativity nor would I plan to do it like throughout the week. But I played Robotech, which was in my opinion was a much better role-playing game than like D&D. D&D is kind of it's dope, so and Robotech that, uh,
1: basically the same thing but with robots.
0: Yeah, but it's so much Yeah, but it's better. so it's much <laughs>
1: Just yeah. because it's robots and not Dungeons and Dragons, gotcha. Well, I don't, I don't hate on it. I just, no, I, I know just you're never, not hating on it, but you obviously. I just, you I've never Like I, ne-
0: well, yeah, sure. <laughs> Maybe you're a I never, I never, <laughs> I never really got into like, uh, like as an adult. Well, most of my friends, like in that circle, they kind of grew up, right? Yeah. And it was never something like I would find as adults that I. Nobody had, I knew that was an adult. But isn't that part World of the
1: games. problem? Like, we grow up and we leave all of these amazingly fun things behind. I never played D&D as a kid, but I got into it, uh, like, five yeah. years ago. I, I never left the fun things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, look at my room. I, I never... Yeah, you gotta I, yeah never I mean, like,
0: the fun should, I, I no have
1: way. my Nintendo Power <laughs> Collection here. I have but all the of co- the, co- the
0: co- wrestling is, magazines. Like, I think the question is better framed as, do we miss having fun? Right, sure. Like, those, the, like even video games, it gives you a, a way to like have fun. That's true. And we just kind of we miss those experiences the older we get. And I think like, I
1: mean like Joe, when you and I were playing Left for Dead or Back for Blood, uh you know, the other week. Yeah, like, yeah, there you go. No, you're right. The first time because that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, Uh but in a lot of ways, it's very similar to like an automated D and D campaign. You know, yeah. like I mean, you you don't know, you have. I can, you I can got see a your fight. I can see your comparison there. You know, right, I mean, the, it's, um, ha- yeah, it's it's the, less random chance of it all. Yeah, and it's less based on obviously like your imagination and kind of like it obviously it has the visual so. cues and everything like that. But, right. um, anyways, yeah, I just, I'll do a little education. i right curious because I know it I, comes to D anD. I had learned randomly about Andre's past uh, interest and time spent in role playing games. Uh, and then when I saw yeah, Joe's post, bed, I'm yeah. like, man, would that not be hilarious if we're all a bunch of <laughs> RPG nerds? Nerd.
0: Yeah, Well, I'm a straight up nerd. I'm not going to lie. We're yeah, all straight up nerd.
1: nerds. I think, like, for the so, most part, with, um, I
0: don't know. But, with uh, me Luke in particular, Cage, a lot of... You're on that new job. Hold on. What,
1: what you got, Joe?
2: <gasps> I'm just trying not to interrupt. I feel like I keep interrupting you guys, but I have so much good <laughs> think to, <sing> to <laughs> no, say. Okay. Go, Go ahead. ahead.
0: You're a friend of the show, Fire Guy Joe.
2: I played the hell out of Dungeons and Dragons in college and it was like, it got me through that. And then when I became an adult and I started working in the fire department thing and you know, with the with the pandemic and everything, our jobs got a hell of a lot more stressful. This actual, this uh, Facebook page, um, it it it's just, it's, uh some, some really nice lady named Hannah on TikTok put together a Facebook group for people to find other D and D players locally and it just turned into the well let's teach you how to play DD let's teach you how to DM and I was like you know what I know the rule book inside and out but I was never like charismatic enough to jump into that side of it because it's a lot of responsibility and then I thought about it I was like dude I'm literally driving a fire truck and I'm commanding other personnel to handle structure fires get your <laughs> ass online and roll initiative <laughs> and I was like okay I'll do it yeah. but a big part a lot like like kind of what you said, people say they don 't have time to physically be there or to be on camera and to do the the whole role playing aspect, but a healthy alternative is text based adventures and that 's what I specialized in it's It was literally like I post the scenario, everyone has their time to. Post a reply, and then I'll do some number crunching. You roll on your end. Sometimes you can use an app, so you can't cheat the rolls, and I'll just go from there. And I can upload maps and everything. It was very low key. Um, A a game that would maybe take two or three sessions, we can spread out into like a month, and that way Mm -hmm. no one felt like, oh my god, I have to get online right now. It's literally like, oh, you got some time, you know, jump on in, and and for the big combat. Um, phases where we're gonna fight the big bad as they call it the big boss um, I would schedule those being like okay one one day out of the week this is this this is, is what all this story and um, and 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 because I would have a mainland story but based on each character's choices they can branch off and do optional objectives and based on what they did they'll get rewarded certain clues or weapons or trinkets that would give them more insight of what they're going to fight later and that could make it a lot easier for them when they fought that. Because I did the whole, if you die, you die. You're out. Make a new character. I was very brutal like that. There's all, I said, there's always a 40% chance that your guy is going to die instantly. So think about that before you jump. <laughs>
1: yeah, I hate that. I spent but, um, so much time on my character that I was just like, that's the last thing I wanted was for my character to die and for me to have to start over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of D&D. It, it lets us that's take risks that we can't do in real life. But uh, no, it's very accessible. You just have to be willing. And no, I've met some DMs that are really just douchey. They're like, "You gotta be here on time. You gotta be three hours early so we can talk about the pregame stuff." And you have to, you know, subscribe to my channel, and I put up okay. videos on YouTube, and we're talking about the story. I'm like, "We don't need all that guy."
1: I mean, Go that's on, on. great or, or if you, you know. have the time and energy to do that. But yeah, like yeah. I, and they got paid no. DMs. Ugh. We played on uh, (laughs) Roll20.net, you know, like the online platform, Um, and Mm -hmm. we had, I think, five or six of us that were all recently new parents at the time, and so we had little kids that would go to bed, and then we had, like, two hours or three hours where it's like, well, what do we do now? And so we'd get online and play. So so you,
2: like in a weird way all of you dude, folks shagged sex. around the same time to have the same kids yeah, the same
0: basically yeah. like the kids go to sleep i'm having sex You like...
1: <laughs> wait until after dnd for that no or in the case counts. like i
2: ran into you can do them both at the same time and, and you
0: start for it <laughs> so you were watching luke cage before we started joe what's up with mm-hmm. that
2: like, Tell me I like still am, because it's paused late. right there. The two
0: years late. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: you know, show, I'm like right? a woman. You don't complain when it's late, you know? Jesus. <laughs> but, um, but no, so with, you, with Luke Cage, um, I just lost interest in it, honestly. As bro- Around that time, you had Daredevil. You had... Um, Daredevil was ill. That they was like did, like, just cram name?
1: out a whole bunch. It was like, right. Alexis, I did forget- Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil, Punisher... Punisher,
2: yeah. oh, um, Punisher, was dope. The f- <laughs> yeah. no. I keep forgetting her name. Oh, oh Jessica Alexa?
0: Jones. No, no, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. So, yeah, that so, was dope, too.
2: So all this was going on at once, and really where it it really, really killed me was Iron Fist. Iron Fist broke the momentum that those well, shows are saying. That was the me. mistake you made was watching any of Iron Fist. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I, but I'm a purist, so I'm like, I if know. I'm going to watch Marvel, bad. I'm going to watch all of it. Yeah. But it was uh, it was like a huge missed opportunity, and I think they got the wrong actor for it. Like I, I don't I know people defend him and say he's a good actor, but you know they just wrote him bad. Like no, I, he does not have any of the energy and charisma that the the comic book character. He's a crappy the com- script. Yeah, the, well, the comic book character is very charismatic, but in a almost like snootish way. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, he was kind of like he knows what he's doing. He knows he can kick your ass. He's not even going to talk to you. You say something to him, and he just like brushes you aside, like because he he's freaking Iron Fist. And to me, Arrow killed the
1: momentum. And uh, and what you call Iron Fist had very similar kind of starts to the to the shows in terms of like storyline and stuff hmm. like that. I guess you And see that. Arrow, yeah. I thought, just did such a better job with it than Iron Fist well, did.
2: It's just, It's this. It's actually. It's it's blonde hair, blue eye, white boy comes back to a million dollars. Everyone thought he was dead. It's the same thing. It is. I mean, it's basically the exact same yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. It's Batman Light. Yeah. <laughs> They're all derivatives of Batman.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, speaking I'll of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of like things that you don't want to watch ever. Then- oh, your mom and your dad and your grandparents do it all at once have weird. we not been there <laughs> but Venom uh, a, let there be carnage it's a great film it was up there with
1: Ghostbusters after life
0: I'll, I'll wait and see my I'll dude on red my,
1: no, my dude I mean, dude. You no, mean dude. seriously I gave my I'm review watching,
0: I didn't enjoy it <laughs> it's so bad I'm watching this joint and I'm like yo it's 5 minutes and 13 seconds in why am I watching this? It's wow, you got burned out that minutes quick? 43. <laughs> Yo, I was like, it's 17 minutes and 43 seconds? This is the worst movie I've ever
1: seen. Yeah. So <laughs> I got first 713 of Venom, and it sucks. 1758. This is awful. Why is the guard N. Brown? That's racist. <laughs> <Ding>! <laughs> Venom was horrendous. I am actually upset I watched any of it.
0: (laughs) It was the worst movie I've seen in like two years. Have you not seen? I I, I know we have some people on YouTube that said that our review of Venom was cringe, and you're no. He said our video was cringe. He didn't say our
1: review of it was cringe. He said, "Yo, bro, your video's kind of cringe."
0: What's the (laughs) definition? What's the definition of cringe then? Because I'm confused. That he watched it and he was like easy and unfocused. I don't know. Okay, okay, so my dude, whoever you are, you're dead to us. venom was garbage yo that was like the one of the worst movies ever uh tom hardy god bless him he was a producer and he got like several credits in in the in like the credits he took
1: way too much credit for that movie
0: yo i would be like tom hardy put money in that yo
3: yo. it's not so
0: bad
1: they tried to make it
0: deadpool They tried to mirror Deadpool throughout the entire movie. It was so. I, it was really bad. I saw a little bit of that when it leaked. It leaked on
2: YouTube, and I, when I saw that scene of like just Venom talking to Eddie and trying to make these shitty, out of character jokes, I was like, I'll wait for that to get on Redbox. I'll, I'm no, no, thank you. It, I don't know what you're doing really, right now, really but bad. it's not Venom. It, <laughs> and then it, the fact, was, a big part was they didn't go rated R. So I'm like, I really don't want to watch this. Dude, you're bringing the most violent Woody character Harrison. from comic book history in.
0: And you're like, yeah. nah, we'll keep PG-13. And, and you're going to clown him. You clown him the whole... The whole movie was like a clown session. Yeah. And then you have Woody Harrison playing um, Carnage. And Shriek was awful. She like, was Shriek was really had bad. It was just...
2: Oh, wait, Shriek was not there? Yeah. No. Yeah, it was... Oh, that's right! The lady yeah. in the the car screaming.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was yeah. dumb. F- it was dumb, 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 dumb. And they tried so, to make
1: it like, oh my gosh, this big reveal, like late, right, with the the guard and the the detective, and it's like, oh yeah, no, like we all kind of. Not only did I figure that out, but at the same time, like nobody cares. That doesn't
0: mean anything. The movie was garbage. Yeah, it
1: was bad. It oh, was really bad. But to summarize the whole Luke Cage thing,
2: um, Iron Fist <laughs> killed my momentum. Season one of Iron Fist was, I mean, season one of Luke Cage was excellent. It had good standard story pacing. The heroes triumph. He, you know, he got to a really good peak and now he's new hero of Harlem. He's got you know, he's got his street cred. Second season should have been, he's got his street cred. Now what can he do with it to save and make changes on Harlem? But instead it's just, he's just doing nothing and bitching about (laughs) it the whole time. Like the fight scenes with him and Bushmaster are just garbage. There's only one fight scene I thought was interesting enough and it was the on the bridge and it was in, still in like the Central Park. Yeah, and it all was Central I'm thinking, Park was dope. I, that's, is that the last one?
0: Is there I one more, more fight sense. after that?
2: Then well, I'll hold my judgment on that then. But so far it's I stopped watching it because one, the moment iron fist broke my back and it was it was just my momentum was dead and then going into this having had that having it edged me so well through season 1 I was waiting for that nice peak and climax and then we're going to level off it just dropped to boring town and it just became like like um Tyler Perry's Luke Cage <clears throat> Medea vitz central park yeah, and having that said, the, the scene get... where the the mom and daughter talk about their family history that actually made me very emotional. That was the best crying scene I've ever seen. Anyone put she snot out of her nose and everything. A plus, but yeah. but you know it's not the best. You know it's not
0: the best. The Suicide Squad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for a little bit of context, because Andre and I have discussed this one previously. Uh, the first time that Joe and I hung out face to face. We went to lunch and like we sat down and I don't think I think it was within like the first three minutes. He's like, "All right, so before we get too far into this, I have to ask. I needed I needed to check the temperature. What, what is your take on the Suicide Squad?" And I'm like, "What? Of all the things that he's going to ask, me, like, <laughs> yeah. not what I was expecting." And so I, I got gave real him real
2: serious too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I gave him my take. Uh, and so Joe, like, I just was I thought it would be fun for you to give your your feedback yeah, on let's open up
2: let's open up old wounds yeah let's do it
1: <laughs> let's do it so the Suicide okay, so... Squad uh, the soft reboot if you will or soft sequel uh, yeah. <laughs> Suicide Squad because that's how you rename movies Fast and the Furious has just ruined sequel titling for the rest of eternity like I think we're we are all in agreement there but um, yeah Suicide Squad not a great movie in most people's minds Joe did you have any thoughts on it so as for the original Suicide
2: Squad, <clears throat> I think it was aimless, it had no character, and it was just one big commercial for for like one accidental commercial. I mean, they reshot the entire movie because of a trailer that was so damn popular like, "Oh damn, we got to put some color in this now." And it was the only character worth a damn in that was Harley Quinn. I know people have their, you know, Will Smith like, "Oh my god, he did great." Stop it! If you watch Will Smith and anything else, you would know he didn't bring anything. He doesn't normally bring to anything else. So there was nothing extravagant about his performance. What really impressed me was Harley, the actor who you know did Harley Quinn. I can't remember the name for nothing. Margaret. She, she embodied. Yes, Robbie. she embodied that character so well. I felt like I was watching the comic of the character on screen. The only one that kind of did that was um, dude who play, who did a uh, uh, Captain Boomerang. And that brings me into yeah. the second movie. Um, <laughs> why the f*** are you killing A-list characters in the first five minutes? Freaking Captain Boomerang PTSD. dies with his boomerang in the air after getting you know squashed by a helicopter. And I'm like, why even bring him into the movie? Why, 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 why so cock tease us? Why be like, hey, look, the actors right from the, the first back. one are
0: coming back. Ugh. It's James Jeez. Gunn, man. Like everybody like I, I, I don't I don't think James Gunn is that like impressive as a director. Like I, I don't I didn't like Guardian of the, of the galaxy. I didn't I'm not I didn't like the second one. I am not a James Gunn fan. I think he does his own crap in movies. He's kind of like uh Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. He, he's like a, he's a more simple. colorful
1: Zack Snyder. Do you yeah, think it's the whole
2: can... let me let me let me like beat you to your expectations kind of thing, like let me subvert your expectations? Yes, yeah. because that's what it felt yeah. like a lot of times, and I was like, "Come on, dude! This you're like you're you're trying so hard to be unobvious that you were stupid obvious." Right.
1: So, so it was like the whole absolutely... opening of the movie where you have this beach yeah. scene, right? And yeah. the yeah. unobvious thing is that all of these characters that we've just spent all this time introducing are going to get completely blown to smithereens, yeah. right? So that's what we're going to do. Yeah but then in that you realize like partway through okay so this is all just a setup for actually introducing the characters we're going to care about yeah which but at the same time say, we say, can't say, understand why idea. why uh freaking uh Harley Quinn was yes. was in this group right like yeah right <laughs> like
2: now if they did some pre if they did some like if they had like maybe her and the lady forgot, the, the lady from all the batman movies and stuff <laughs> I forget her name the catwoman no <laughs> the, the bitchy black one if they if they had her and harley butt heads again in the in the, in the beginning like they did in the last movie yeah. And then she put them on oh, that man, team Wild, as a kind Wild, of, like, yeah, yeah, Waller, yeah. And then she put them on that, and she yep. put them on, like, the, the sure. B-list team. Then that would have been, like, okay, I, that justifies why Harley Quinn's on the team But it was basically
1: expecting play. you to remember everything that happened in the last movie and to carry that over into the beginning of this one. To, to which doesn't make up. sense. Right.
2: If they want you to forget about the last movie, which why was are you not the point. so much They weren't forward? trying to
1: make you forget about the last one. They basically just wanted... They did
2: on, they, no, they did on interviews... They they were like this yeah, they, isn't they, a, they, this isn't a reboot but it's going to change the continuity. Yeah, like they purposely wrote out the whole Joker sequence and all that. Right.
0: It was like a, the whole fact the Joker movie. died was, and all that. It was dumb. It was dumb. Like it was just a waste of whatever they spent. It had no central movie. plot. Yeah. So
1: like that was the thing that thing, drove me crazy about it was that at, at the end of the movie, like I didn't understand what the story was that they were trying to tell. It wasn't.
2: And 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 one of the biggest things is it's cool that you brought Starro on screen. He's you know, a very underrated character, and he's he, but at the same time he's the one that establishes Justice League. But if you have Starro, the question always comes to your mind: Where's Superman? Because that's a that's a galactic level threat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you introduce him out of all things? But so, see, I feel like uh, like Marvel runs into the exact same problem with this stuff, where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, the Eternals are just sitting around while Thanos wipes out half of civilization, right? Like yeah. The Captain yeah. Marvel, Captain Marvel, Marvel is out, you know, traipsing around the galaxies, the universes, because oh, all, all these people are in bad situations, but you can't stop I mean, we'll- this dude from murdering half of the entire <laughs> universe, like. No, which, so here, which Captain Marvel
2: are we talking about? DC or, or, or oh, Marvel? Marvel.
0: Okay, uh, not my Captain Marvel. Oh, my God. oh God, we're gonna we're. Gonna have, <laughs> Joe is figuring out how to be on every episode because next week we're gonna do the comic book section, but we're gonna move on to sports. <laughs> we have to do the life section. We do have but to get Joe. To that. Is fig- he's figured out the the uh, secret sauce, like. Let me just open this can up and see what they do. So let's talk about sports.
1: (laughs) Sports. Oh, all right. So I won't take too much time
0: to go over this, but I would be remiss. This this is your whole, everything here is all about you, man. This is the crappiest of the crap. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. NC State
1: beat the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. In football, after being down nine points with less than two minutes to go, other teams this season were 0 for 451 when they were down by at least nine points with less than two minutes to go. That was the... St- I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, I understand no, the no. State had no business actually winning that game. Like, we didn't... But they were favored to win the game. We were. Just, but I'm saying, just, like, just- at that... We- it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that they scored those last two touchdowns. And dude should have picked that last touchdown off. Like, all that stuff should have happened. Anyways, State won. It's a great year in football. I'm sorry that you guys had such a down year. I'm sure Mac Brown I can't even will get have mad you about, back on top. No,
0: he's going to – like, I think he's on the out. He's not on like, the out. Get, he's not done. i I can't get mad about it because my daughter went to that game yeah. because she goes to a certain university. NC State. And she was happy about it. And I had to just silently sit there and not say anything. State's a great school. 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 I swear to God. <laughs> Next. Next. Wow, that was
2: annoying. <laughs> By the way, what's the deal with this offensive chant thing people were talking about? Offensive chant? What offensive chant? Yeah, University of Southern California football player enters the field before NCAA college football game to an offensive chant. And there's like a written, they're like a public apology. Does not. I don't know. Like, it doesn't tell you what the chant is. So I'm like, what What did you say? Like, what, what did the student say? I, I need to know now. Like don't just tell me about that CNN and then not put up. Like what that's, was so that's offensive CNN's about UMO. it? They,
0: they're they're <laughs> like giving you half. You said the to story. racist. <laughs> just...
2: Apparently, I get had to be. I mean, who?
0: Why else would they a college? They heard someone about Lauren Bobert. <laughs> what
1: well, was the University of Southern California? When you said USC, I thought you might have meant Southern uh, South Carolina. <laughs> That's much. I felt like she, that no, was right. a lot more likely for them to be chanting some racist. Yeah, thing. no, that. But, but they wouldn't have an apology for that just yeah, say, no, yeah, we
0: said it. It's my culture.
1: Oh, that was a it's BYU player. BYU player. So what was it like, sister wives, sister wives?
0: That's not oh, racist. That's racist. That's racist. <laughs>
1: Do we actually have a counter?
2: Uh, Do we have that installed yet? I would just like <laughs> to go on record
1: as saying that being Mormon is that's not a race. <laughs> I mean, that's a religious. Oh, okay, that's if, you're morbid, if you're talking about
2: historical, you talking about historical precedent, they would qualify as one because you know they were hunted down and killed, and slaughtered. There was actually bounties for their for Mormon heads. If you brought Mormon heads and Bibles, you would get paid for not it. just the magic oh, so underwear. More? Yeah. That's Mormonist. So they're just just—they're just as... Like, there's arguments to say they suffer as much as the Jews, but I was like... Mm, no. I am hate all of those false angry, arguments nah. that they like to bring up. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, like, white people are true minorities nowadays. Hey.
0: No. That, that's whitest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can't say
3: that. I'm sitting right here,
2: man. Uh, oh, no.
1: <laughs> Wait, we got
2: two colored friends. Uh, so uh, sure. yes, uh,
1: Andre... I'm gonna to have to take away your media board powers at this rate. <laughs> I'm glad you, you figured
2: it out. <laughs> you don't want to know what kind of media board I would have.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so what now? Um, college basketball. Yeah, I've got all I've got is college basketball. What, I mean, in Carolina. Where are you
1: with Hubert Davis? The team is four and two. The two games that they lost were the top 25 ranked teams. I'm just curious. I'm not – I'm literally not trying to be like – You are. No, I'm really not because I read an article that said the honeymoon phase is already over with Hubert Davis coming from like an inside Carolina you know, blog thing. And so I'm just curious from you who is – I consider to be more of a tried-and-true Carolina fan. What are your feelings on the season so far?
0: I think that it's a – it's a slow start, number one. And I do think COVID has played a lot to that. If I'm being honest, I think there is a lot of things that would have happened postseason last year that did not happen, and it's just gonna be an adjustment. Okay, he'll he'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. Okay. Yeah, I think I mean I yeah. think they've looked okay even in the games that they lost. Yeah. Um, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, can we just figure out a way to deal with COVID? And figure out what the next steps are going to be. I don't. I don't think it's a solve, but let's figure it out so we can like adjust. I mean, I would.
1: I would bet a quarter our our famous friendly bet that um, (laughs) Carolina. (laughs) What?
0: Carolina goes to the ACC tournament. No, I was
1: gonna. Well, of course they're gonna go to the ACC tournament. I think everybody goes to that. But uh, I was gonna say that Carolina has a finishes with a better record than NC
0: State. Oh yeah, well it's not been a problem in like seventeen. No,
1: years. but I'm just mm-hmm. saying. I mean, like they're both four and two. I think right now, or state might be five yeah. and two, five and one. I can't remember. But we lost Manny Bates, our star center, for the entire season, <laughs> and we have literally nobody to replace him. So um we're screwed i mean like we we got nothing <laughs> we're yeah. we're pulling rabbits out of our hats hoping that something so my college basketball season is basically already over much the way that your uh football season was over before it started so
0: jesus christ if i i've seen like three articles so far from like uh denver sports um papers yeah or art, like journalists yeah they're all calling for uh drew Locke to sit the ben- sit the bench in favor of who uh, The the third string guy I can't even remember his name. Like it's like bad. Like Denver is in a bad spot. And they still won.
1: <laughs> they beat That's... the Chargers like 28 to 10. And I just had yeah, to laugh but... and sit there and go, thank God it wasn't just Philip Rivers when he was in San Diego. <laughs> That's just an awful franchise that can't get out of its own way. No matter what.
0: I, I think the Bridgewater thing is the thing that nobody's talking about. Like, that's where I would say, first of all, our starting, our starting quarterback is garbage. And um, it, I don't know. I don't have a solve. I just think that Denver, in retrospect, should have started Drew Locke, made Bridgewater the backup, and it'd be a completely different season. It's all.
1: I think. Awkward. I think in Denver's mind, where they were going was, and and I agree with you. I think looking back on it, they should have flip flopped it. But I think they thought we'll start yeah. with Bridgewater, and then if he falters, we'll bring in Drew Locke. But they, I don't think that they felt like they could go from Drew Locke to Bridgewater, which I think was the mistake. Cause I think you could have, I think if drew Locke started the season and didn't play well, you could bring in Teddy Bridgewater to be your starter. And then see, I mean, at that point you've already decided that drew locks not coming back. Like if you've switched to Bridgewater I mean, but- at this point in this season with that much time that drew lock has had, then there's no way that you're at the end of the season. You're like, well, let's give drew one
0: more shot. I just, well, the thing with drew lock is like stats wise. He's better than Bridgewater sure but like that's performatively he's like a better quarterback all the way around not saying like overall i'm just saying like in game situations drew Locke has got better results i don't know that's yeah. bridgewater he's not the hill i want to die on but anyway that's all i got speaking and of hills and, uh, to
1: die on uh cam newton <laughs> Not looking like he's got a real shot at the MVP anymore. Uh... (laughs) I swear to God. That's almost twice today
0: that I got you to do a spit
1: take.
0: He's still Cam Newton. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry to everybody that's a Cam Newton fan. Like I've got nothing against the guy. It's just like. That's not true. You literally sat here last week and said I can't root for him.
1: I won't root for
0: him. I hate the man. Like,
1: okay, I don't think you said it's I hate the person. man, but
0: Yeah, it's 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 Cam. I get it's that. Cam's I know that Cam. you
1: don't like Cam.
0: I I totally understand that. I do like Cam like, and I am not a fan of players or athletes believing their own press. I said it with Simone Biles, I'll say it with anybody. You cannot believe your own press. Like for example, Tiger Woods today yeah has this big press well, mm-hmm. or press conference yeah, but the interviewer He's not playing full yeah he's not playing full time he's
1: basically right? not playing golf he's not playing professional
0: uh, golf anymore no he is because of endorsements he's not doing like a full circuit right so he gets to pick and choose I think he's wise enough to know at forty five I cannot believe my own press now it could happen Wait. at fifty two yeah he gets back in shape Right, he could. I mean, the way his body's been
1: falling apart, I highly doubt it. But okay,
0: but it could happen. I mean, look at uh, Jack Nicholson, right? He played until yeah. But Jack uh, Nicholson didn't have
1: multiple car accidents that.
0: (laughs) But Jack Nicholson played until he was like what sixty three, like on the full PGA tour. It's Jack Nicholas, by the way. Nicholas, whatever. I always, I always mix him him up. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Pale Pale (laughs) moonlight, nice. I'm just saying there there it's the same name, same person, but my point being like he played into his early sixties, right, Yes. on, on a full p g a tour, yeah, so there is a possibility if Tiger stops like getting drunk and doing lines of coke and whatever else he's doing that's crashing his car or his family, yeah, we don't know why he crashes his car. I would say it was a coke, like yeah, it's a possibility he can come back and be like, I can do a whole How
2: tour, dare you' Criticize his recreational habits.
0: Do you think he wants to do he, that at this point? What, Coke? Yes. Because he's got like, <laughs> he's got sweet deals. No, but I that's mean, what I'm,
1: I mean, but like, you know, like there's those guys who they don't know what else to do, basically, right? Like,
0: actually, I think Tiger Woods is, is cemented as the goat of modern golf. Okay. It's no different than Serena and Venus Williams. No matter who wins, like uh, French Open or, or English Open, they are considered probably the greatest. The only person that could ever knock them off is a um, what's what's Shorty's name? Osaka uh, Naomi 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 Osaka, yeah. Is or Are there... you know why? Because they're like the premier athletes in that sport.
1: Well, and because I, I, I haven't watched King Richard yet, um, I will probably wait for that one to come out on.
0: It's, it's unplugged. Oh, but, um, well, a, in that aside case. from that, aside, I, I just think that with Tiger or any athlete, it's like, look, Hey, it's like a Roethlisberger may be benched in their uh, next, in their next play. I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen. Probably not, but, but it's a possibility.
1: Anyways, but the I, point of this whole conversation was to ask the question I, between Cam Newton and Russell Wilson, who would you rather have I'm as your quarterback?
0: I'd re- i I'm taking Russell. I have confidence in Russell. I have no confidence in uh, Cam Newton.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's probably at this point you've seen less bad stuff from Russell than you have from Cam. So
0: I don't like how you just like kind of reel that back around on me. Like I was trying, to, I was really trying to get away from the answer to the question, and you really, I that was a pretty good Jedi mind trick. Thank there. you. I'm, I'm no, I appreciate yeah. that. I, you've, been, you've been paying attention. Every
1: once in a while, I do that. I'm not Pay attention. Shut
0: up, Joe. <laughs> Let's talk about life. Life. So one thing that I've been really, um, like, this is probably a hill I'll die on. And, and it's like mental health, right? And, and fire guy, Joe, because that is just like the coolest thing. Um, Aw, thanks. I got the we, tattoo. We... we that's weird. Um, Whoa, <laughs> it, was, what? it was cool That's until that you had it permanently
1: inked on your body and now you're a
0: freaking weirdo and this is the last time you'll hear from Joe.
2: I mean to hell with you then. I,
0: I think like one but, thing you've danced around or you've talked about, it, you brought it up. And we've all been there, right? Obviously. Because I don't dance, uh, yeah. Like uh familial issues and like uh like life and depression and, and divorce, right? Yeah. So, one thing I've been marinating on, and I, I wanted to talk about it last week, but we, we talked for three hours, never touched on it, but I want to talk about it now, or my my viewpoint on it. I think marriage is super important, right? I think that both parties... <laughs> like a man who's got a walking head chills. No, no. is no, I, <laughs> the way I, you said it's so uneasy. I'm a terrible Ooh. single guy, I can't be single. No, it's, so the I'm thing not, that you will learn about... Some people about, are built that way, yeah. The
1: thing that you will learn about Andre is that he is very... Specific with his word choice. And so there are times when it sounds like he's thinking extra hard about what he's saying.
2: This is the internet. It stays there forever.
0: <laughs> well, so to be fair, my wife and daughter said, You talk kind of slow. My daughter's like, You're like Obama. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're always that's picking funny. You tell her that's racist? Like, that's racist. Like, that's super racist, Jim. <laughs> So, um, no, but I, 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 here's what I will say. It's interesting that we're probably like, if you take the span of our age differences, we're, I'd say on average, or, or maybe it's like 12 years of difference.
1: We you know, are eight like, years, years apart, apart each. Each. Right? Really? Yep. It, there's an, okay. it. There, I am the, the middle child.
2: Yeah. That's the sweater.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just
0: wearing a Malcolm extra yeah. because I have like 20 of them. Yeah. Um, so As one Ma- does. <laughs> I'm not an enthusiast or anything. It's just you know it's just, it's just, it's just something I found in Goodwill no, for some uh, reason. I actually purposely buy a lot of uh, Malcolm X shirts, but I, I think that it's interesting that like um, how we look at. I know I don't want to frame this. Divorce is an, is inevitable in our society for a reason, like, and that is it's hard to say but it's a fact right you have you have a man you have a woman or, or you have two people because I, I don't want to be like i don't want to get myself in trouble you have two consenting adults yeah they were we you partners the pro- prop the, no that's yeah. wrong animal <laughs> animal. <laughs> i think the problem is is that people aren't um you, you I'm trying to frame no, this where like... Yeah, you're
2: trying to be safe on this, aren't you? No,
0: I'm, actually I'm not, but I'm trying to think about it in a very like generic way, right? Because I, I think the problem is, is it, it crosses the board. The issue that I believe is that you grow, but at some point you stop growing and talking to each other, and you decide to go your own you way. You
1: stop growing together, and you start growing
0: individually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that, I think that's more or less the issue. Um And I I think that is, it it makes marriage, like, the end road is going to be, if that's, the societal norm is to, like, I'm going to do my own thing, and you have, uh, I can tell my wife very sternly this, that becomes normal, the ultimate outcome is divorce.
1: Yeah, but I would also argue that, I mean, that, that that viewpoint, the sternly telling my wife story that we covered earlier, is not new to society,
0: no, it's not. It's becoming but it's becoming more normal. I don't know. I would argue it's becoming less normal, so, but
1: I would let's before we could dive into that, let's <laughs> talk about the, the, the basis of marriage.
2: One, there's a lot of cultural differences. There's a lot of religious differences. No
3: way. But I think
2: we can I think marriage. we can judge it we can derive it down to the fact that not everyone has the same viewpoint of what marriage is or what constitutes a marriage, let alone a good one. And I can use my wife in that example for her love like just the feeling of love is a marriage you that is something you are in a marriage until that love is gone and then you you can you just detach from it for me it was marriage is 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 a commitment it's a it's like a contract you make with with your spouse and God to both protect and honor continuously regardless how much you love or hate somebody. And that, for us, in that particular situation, it didn't mesh well. For I mean, it did really well for a while, but as soon as as, as things started getting difficult in life, like you said, you grow apart. So I don't falter for that. You know, I, I, if, that, if anything, this happening in the way it's happening is teaching me how to be a, a more more well-rounded person, let alone an adult. Um, so.
0: So I think yeah, but that's the basis. What if base I told you love is not a feeling? What if I told you people think love is a feeling? What if I told you that's technically
2: not true? And it's, it's but an it, action. But isn't anything? What if I told you I when, love when, you. When you? When you argue, <laughs> when you I would say I love you too, to <laughs> <when laughs>
3: um
2: Honestly, when it comes to people's interpretations of things, it's very personal. Like. Love is a, di- is a difficult concept for people to even understand, let alone obtain from another human being. So it's hard to, you know, it's not like, you know, like Chris and I, and I meet him for the first time, like, what's your take on Suicide Squad? Okay, now I can base the rest of your shit on that. It, I can't just walk up to a woman and be like, define what love is and how do we acquire this? And you're like, that's not going to work out. That's going to be very awkward. And if it's not awkward, please call me because that's, uh, that's the kind of woman I want.
3: 555
1: <laughs> five, five, fire guy Joe 555 five, five, fire <laughs> but fun, guy Joe <laughs> but fundamentally, do, some, do like, smoke signals the thing,
0: I'll come like, up I, here's the thing that I realized like because I, like no no relationship is perfect right it's just oh, definitely not, not it's not in the cards the reality is like my wife we're on two different spectrums of culture we're on two different spect- spectrums of like how we accept things emotionally oh don't give me started you. if you're kidding. different heights <sighs> oh she's mad short she's like barely four i was saying years. you're like but there's right? some <laughs> positions you
2: just can't do safely
0: <laughs> no you can't <laughs> you can step stool get the rubber grips so my, on it <clears throat> so my my point is this like it's if you look at love as an as an emotion you're halfway there the reality is like the true definition of love is by what you do, how you respond to things. And there are times where you have to be, you know, you have to be full of grace to truly love someone. It's so different than it's. Well, it is different than how you love your kids because your kids are going to do things eventually that you're like, what the
2: hell are you doing? Right. But
0: it doesn't, Blue doesn't go there. Why
2: are you doing that? You're going to suffocate.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, been there. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah. So there, there is a difference of you know, of, like it really. It's not about how you feel, and I'm okay with the fact that my wife doesn't like me three out of seven days a week, right? Oh, wow, just three. That's a good that. ratio, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we're older. We're just kind of like, yeah, it's okay, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so, but it's. But that's the, it, it's more of the looking at it not as a feeling, but as the actions you do, right? Yeah. So, case in point, uh, a few months back, um, we got into this fight on a Friday or something. It had to be Thursday because I went to work Friday, didn't talk. And Saturday morning, I did what I was normally doing. I, I got up that morning, I made her coffee, and I made her breakfast, and I brought it to her in bed. Aww. And she puts on Facebook, no, hear that's so me cute. out. She puts she on Facebook, is this love or is she setting me up? <laughs> I mean, I know I get that. Can it be both? <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> but, but my point is in, like for me, like I never saw that, that post on Facebook because I'm not on Facebook, but my brother told me about it and his wife was like, that's the type of love I want. Right. We well, you can disagree, but it doesn't change who you are. You're, you're okay to be mad. <clears throat> you're okay to be upset. I'm it's okay to not like my wife and it's okay for her to not like me for a couple days a week but after that is that my ride or die partner and those that's how you have to look that's how I look at that's what makes it healthy and it it helps me to get through the tough times in marriage marriage is hard I've told Chris this a lot of times like look dude like you can't prescribe these things like your wife it's like it's not the way it works yeah. because I'm sure you're doing shit she doesn't like either so and, and that's that's how I look at it
2: see so I like the, how you said you can't prescribe those kind of things because on a real personal level like that's that was the, the Achilles heel to my relationship it was always what can you do for me why aren't you doing enough for this you, this is what you have to do and it, it, I was eventually drowned out as a, as just a personality, I was I wasn't so much a partner or a love interest, more so just the guy who paid for everything, the guy who worked for everything. You know, it was like it was like, "Whoa, is me the housewife having been having to be stuck here with the kids, and you had did this to me? The least you could do is work your ass off to make it up for the fact you did this to me." You know that kind of thing. And you know, there's, there's there's a merit to to that kind of thinking in small dosage, but to make that your reality is toxic. It, it, it you lose you lose track of where you guys started, and all you're, all you're at is where you're going, and, and you're just stuck in that vicious cycle. Yeah, uh,
0: that's that's my first that's my first marriage, right? You, you, like we literally decided that our, the things that we decided were important to us, right? And my kids, like, I have two sons that have to live through that. And that is the, that, I, I believe that's the part where it's like, look, if I'm being super honest, and, you know, I, I will say this to anybody, fix your crap now in this relationship, because if you're not careful, it's going to be your next relationship. Because you already have a type. Yeah. For guys, the person that we marry, that is, the, by definition, our type. And the unfortunate part is, if you take, forget the physical attributes, everything about that person is, a, is the last person you're with. So you're better off fixing those, or addressing those things, not fixing them, but addressing, facing those things, living with those things, and dealing with those things now, because you're going to deal with it in your next relationship. Right, Chris? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and so I don't say it in a, um, a dismissive type of way. It's like. My wife is literally a lot of the personality of my ex-wife. So my I married my type again. It's hard, it's challenging, and it hurts. Like this is one thing women don't know about guys. When we, if we get to a point where we're saying, even the, the asshole that we talked about before, if we get to a point where we say, I wanna marry you, we've already committed, we're completely vulnerable. And the worst person to ever like not having your side as somebody that knows everything about you and when we lose that we don't course correct we we spiral out of control and it's the most gut-wrenching experience that we can have in our life right um i'm okay and i'm honest about the fact that i'm not a good single guy i'm like i love my wife <laughs> i love being married because I, I just, that's what I, that makes me a, a better person. Not, yeah. not that it completes me. It makes me a better person. So the way we react to that is completely like not just marriage, but just saying, I love you and really meaning it to a woman. It throws us off. My sons are young and they, you know, I've had a couple sons to go through like breakups and like, yo, don't do that. Yo, like, you got you to say true to you because if you respond to that emotion, you become a bad. You don't become the person you want to be. You're a bad person. Yeah. You, you can't swim upstream of that. Marriage is not. It's not easy, but it's not hard either. No, I mean the the love. Like you were talking about, you know, marriage and
1: love. I think and, and being very similar in the sense that for guys, that that is kind of the that barrier where once once we've crossed that threshold, like it's pretty much all or nothing for us. And. Yeah. It's really hard to, I think, go through that, feel like you can do that again, right? Like, I mean, when I went through my divorce and separation, like, I was convinced that that was it for me. I was like, well, I'll just be single for the rest of my life because I'm not dealing with that again. Um, and I realized at one point that that was kind of a, <laughs> that <sound true>. right, <laughs> and kind of a silly way to yeah, it look at like it. sounds like
2: re- a reaction. That's a reaction. to. It, to yeah, Tom. it
1: was. It was very much, yeah. um but i think you know like in my in my first marriage i was under the impression the false impression that love was automatic like love love that love once defined and established maintained without any effort without any work you know that yeah that's not true exactly i mean like yeah. we had gotten to a point especially right after the birth of our daughter that like that became everything and essentially the only thing for both of us and we drifted apart and stopped communicating all together, unless it was about something to do with our kid, and I mean that's literally where we are now. Like that's I so once, it was essentially I a precursor. This, uh,
2: I once had this woman move into. I was living in the ghetto, it's the one I told you about, where the you know the fence line, you, you know, and right. um, this this, this the, the the duplex next to us had a, a res, an open residency, and it was a mom and her four kids. And she was a young mom, just barely, not even 30 yet, you know, and recently divorced and she was pretty much hiding from her, her ex. And mm-hmm. we then right in front of her, right as soon as you leave her doorway, there's our little house, 450 square foot house. And you got myself and my wife, first time parents with our baby girl. And one day she just kind of walks over to us and she's like, you know, I just want to let you guys... No, I see what you're doing here, I'm so proud of you. You're you're on a on your track You're on a really good start. But what I need you to know, what I need you to think about, is that she told this to my wife. Um, you married him, not the baby. Make time for him. And it's not till now, after all this like eight years later, that I'm actually fully understanding what that meant, and it's it's the small things. It's, it's kind of what you just said. You get married to each other. You t- you two are the center of each other's worlds. When you start when you start making other goals, the the other when you say makes the other things the center of your world, you naturally push out that other aspect. You know, the other because Not think you. Not have get for it. Well, you just lose track dude, of it. It's okay, okay to it.
0: do, Joe, I'll be. It's okay to be emotional, right? Yeah. So my one of my sons asked me uh, as my daughter was going to college. He said, "Hey, hey Pop, um, what is it going to be like for you know my sister to leave the house?" I said, "Babe, understand this. I've never focused my life around my children because one day you're going to leave, right?" And I have to be okay with the fact that you guys are going to leave me one day. And the person I have to be with is like, well, his stepmom. Like that's, that's where my life is focused around. (laughs) I've changed careers around that. I have made less money around that because what scares me the most is losing my family. Right. My kids one day, well, they're all 18 now. Right. I knew that was inevitable. Because I got divorced, I, I realized like, yeah, nothing is kind of constant, except for the fact that, you know, it's going to be everything's unconstant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what what that lady said to you is not wrong, but what I will also say to you is that there is a level that I wish more guys got this. Right, it's the principle of grace. And I and I I mean that with hundred percent. I don't expect my wife to be perfect, I expect her to uh, understand my flaws and my weaknesses and to be like I'm with her because she is the opposite of my weaknesses and my flaws. But I also have to be understanding of her and, and what she's good at and what she's not good at. And that's hard to get to. And it makes you it can make you unforgiving, It can make you I don't think any, like, if I'm being super honest, like there's a certain point where divorce is inevitable, but I believe there's 80% of it where it's like, it's not inevitable. It just depends on like one person being like honest and saying, yo, remember that time I didn't buy you something for your birthday? I f***ed up. So it's (laughs) funny because
1: like you and I have talked about, you know, nobody, nobody gets hired to get fired. Like nobody shows up at their job every day just to get fired. And I, pizza. I can well, tell, <laughs> but in general, I think the same rule in applies general. to marriage, right? Like nobody gets married to get divorced. I didn't go into my marriage thinking there's a chance that this ends in divorce. Like I went into it thinking this is it yeah. forever, you know. Um, well, for, and one, actually,
2: one of my three tenets was that when I got married, I think it was number it was number one. It was be the first Mishloah in my in three generations to have a stable marriage. And I was like, I put a big DBA next to that because I'm like, I would have to die first. <laughs> Health benefits, death benefits, right? Well, <laughs> and, um, death yeah. benefits. Oh, I came so into it hyper him. serious about the realism, of the like that—that that there was a chance to lose this, and I, I was. Maybe that's why I work too hard. You know, you have to—you have to have a motive to work yeah, two but jobs. You, you <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah but, but there's also, yeah, it's not healthy, right? You know? I mean, those two jobs it's, it's, take
1: time away from you I mean, being able to spend time with your wife I mean, and your lost, family lost and a lot of
0: weight. <coughs> but no, you're right so my, no, my, I was, my priorities, sorry. are, my priorities are how can I be a good husband, a good father, a good brother and a good friend, right? Yeah. If it goes outside of that mold, and I learned that the hard way, if it goes outside of that mold, I shouldn't do it. But I also have to be open to grace and forgiveness. And I say that with all like with all respect, like even with my ex-wife, like I tell my kids like, yeah, that's your mom. You respect your mother. Yeah, but nope, no, no, nope. no, that's your mom. Right. So whatever happens, it happens. And this is I hey, if you're listening to this podcast. Yes, this is deep, but this is some guy stuff. Guys, we don't talk about like, what does this feel like? It hurts. I've had my <laughs> That's putting it mildly. <laughs> it hurts. It's like a very uncomfortable feeling. It's like you don't know what to eat. You don't know what to you No, know, so like Joe is saying I mean, you just even, don't, you eat don't, don't eat anything. Know what to eat.
2: You just don't eat yeah, exactly. There's nothing I know I eat a lot on this podcast. I know but I don't eat a lot on this podcast, but in reality I don't I mean I at
1: all. I went through, you know, the divorce diet. Like I mean, I lost a shit ton of weight because I stopped eating, I stopped sleeping, I stopped like everything i just this felt guy like, would
0: come he would literally come to work and still be smiling i'm like are you yeah okay? i know yeah i'm great yeah i'm like you're full of shit yo. yeah <laughs> Look, that was okay. that was the day like i remember <laughs> okay so
1: like the day that i found out i was basically facing a divorce i called out of work and didn't say anything and then the next day i showed up and andre came in not like 30 minutes after the shift had started into my office like dude, are you okay? And I was just, like, I broke down because I hadn't talked to anybody about it. Like, I didn't even know what was going on. Like, I was still so just, like, lost in my own thoughts of, like, how is this all going to actually end up? And it was terrifying. Like, I was, just, sorry, Joe, I don't mean to, like, make you relive all of this shit, but it's just, I, I want you to know. How, how, that-
0: how, how do you relive something you're currently living through?
1: Well,
0: <laughs> like, Well, you're living in a special situation, dude. Like and I and I'll be on like I know like you're now person number 3 that I'm not built the way you're built. Where it's like I could never do that, right? And what respect? Are you uh, I, you're talking about like just taking the abuse or or like the proximity li-
2: living with like, the sad. Well, oh, I think the out. proximity
1: yeah. changed last week, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, she, she moved out. And here's to to and to many people's disappointment of me, I helped her move out. I helped her, her uh, affiliate, we'll call them that, was like, I'll help you move so he doesn't have to be involved and then they just never showed up. So oh, she's nice. like, well, what am I going to do? And I'm like, I'm, what you're going to do is drive the U-Haul I'm just going to carry the heavy stuff up the stairs for you. And I like, went to a football to game and, I'm,
1: and when I came and I'm back like... all her stuff was gone. It was great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, I mean I carried the king size mattress up by myself. You know, I helped I help take all the heavy like furniture upstairs. You
1: guys
0: are ballers, yeah. You yeah. guys like
1: seriously. <laughs> but see. Like I don't know. Is that really baller definition? I feel like that's anti baller well, definition. Had, like I've yeah, had, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, That's like sim that definition. You're, you're such a yeah. You're such I, I a left chump. One city one to t- t-
0: Yeah, <laughs> I went to another city. I'm like I'm good. And but, I, oh, but I'll s- say I this. Like here's the thing that right. Here's here's the thing I would tell you, like seriously, w- what was a beacon for me was how do I become a better Andre and how do I become become and maintain being a better father. You need your beard right? so you can because a giant. at some point, what everything <laughs> Andre's a giant. Yeah. Oh, I'm already six so. one. He's big enough. <laughs> I'm taller than seventy. percent Hey, if anybody
1: on this podcast is
0: getting taller, it's this dude over here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My- my point being is, like, at the end of the day, like, the, whatever, wherever that road takes you, right, the beacon should become, how do I become a better you, yep. right, and be a better father? Because the the unfortunate reality is that there are things that you can't, like, predict, but they're going to happen, and the people that it's going to happen to, unfortunately, are going to be your children. And that's something that you yeah. know, most people don't think about.
2: Yeah, I got three kids, and... it's hard. Knowing that one of them is gonna be raised never having that mother father relationship is it it rips me up at night. And then the other one, the oldest one, having seen the best years of her mother's life
3: yeah.
2: and now seeing the new version of her and the middle one's being like, I don't care, where's my chicken nuggets? <laughs> so it's like it's like having to I a... mean. Hmm. It's, it's hard, just bro.
3: It, it's
2: just knowing that things will never be the same at yeah. least, at least as, as clean as it should have been. Like I might get remarried and then I may be able to give my son some sense of that life, but it, it won't be a true, honest, this is my biological mom, biological dad. You know, he won't see himself in both of us. He only see himself. Or he, he's going to, he's going to grow up like me where I am a hundred percent, my father. And well, I'm 100 percent my father physically, mentally. I'm 100 percent my grandfather. I'm nothing of my mother. There's there's no, there's, there's mommy issues galore in this. If you want some of this, that's that's great. But I I it was like I had women, I had trust issues for women coming into this, and now you damn right, I have trust issues women. Now trust it's a like hundred times
3: worse. Oh my god,
2: it, it's almost like it's so bad now that I'm like, you can do whatever you want. I'm just gonna watch.
1: Like
2: you're not going to make things worse for me. Well, but that's, I have Halo that's civilization. so. I,
1: you, I, I will, that was Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, that is a that is <laughs> that is a, that is a, that is a and honestly is. like that's a dangerous attitude and position to put yourself in because I think you are.
2: That, I think you, that position like, is
0: just for me to survive what I'm going through now, though. And I like, no, but when, it's it's but it's also it's dangerous. Like I'll, I'll be yeah. I'll be the first one to admit. That my my youngest son, uh, same thing. Like his mom and I split when I was like he was six months. His whole life was, you know, I see my dad every other weekend and in, in the summertime. At one point, he's like, "Yeah, this is not normal, right?" <laughs> the only thing I had going for me was now I am going to be a good dad, no matter what, right? So I work on you work on you, work on the things that make you know make you a better person. Then your second role is to how do I become a better father in spite of the challenges I go through? Yeah. My my son now, he'll be 22 in December. He appreciates that. And that's what I, I would tell you. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. Like, I remember telling Chris, I had a friend tell me one time when I got separated, he's like, "Yo, it's going to get a lot worse. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He, <laughs> That is like so <laughs> what, terrible to say, but it's true. What I'm finding, <laughs>
2: what I'm finding, is a lot of people make assumptions that, oh, because she moved out, you must have done something horrible, horrendous. that's actually or, not or, true. Or, yeah. uh, or because when I'm with my kids out in public, they were like, well, they were look, they're like, well, you know, why are you taking care of the kids? You know, like, right? Well, mom's a, why job. Didn't, why didn't what, what are you yep. doing?
1: Yeah, I'm like, what did I say about her? <laughs> but but at the end of the day, yeah, like, right, <laughs> even that underlying like assumption is false. Like, I mean, it's not only a yeah, mother's yeah. job. It's to not cultural shaming children. about it. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, sing, like,
2: sing, you know, single I, dads have been shit sh- shamed for a while, and then stay-at-home single dads are even worse. <clears throat>
0: yeah, but but here's what I would t- here's like le- legit what I would tell you, right? Your priorities, and I'll tell you the same same thing I told Chris. Your priority is to take care of you and be a good dad for your kids. Right? Yeah. doesn't change. It's like no matter what happens outside, those are all external. You can't change those. It's hard to focus on that, but it's the reality. And that's, that's the secret sauce. Like nobody knows what happened behind the curtains with you and your wife. Right, we n- we don't know. We will never know. I just think like, I would tell Chris. Oh, I'm hey, legally not going to be the one that,
2: to break that boundary.
0: <laughs> but if you're that's watching.
2: Right. <laughs> Hi, I didn't do it.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> and that's and that's fair. But because nobody ever knows, nobody we should know, or they no. will never know. the The priorities are: how do you become a better you, and how do you, like become a better dad yeah and not to mention divorcing but when you mention
2: to somebody like i am in walmart right and i'm i got like i just got food stamps so i'm like heck yeah i get the kids some chicken nuggets that's a rolling theme i guess
0: they were on sale in a
2: dinosaur shape they, okay i did get vegan <laughs> chicken nuggets as well sir i was and gonna I, say I, they I have the, the kind of vegetable
1: based yeah. uh
2: or, or like oh, vegetizer or whatever yeah, yeah, they're not they bad. look like star shapes. Yeah, they're not bad. But um, but I was, yeah, I, was in, I was in I was in, I was in the line, and I I I put everything on the on the on the, the doobly do, <laughs> and then um, the lady was like she recognized me because I usually I'm always there with my wife, and she was like, oh, it's just you, huh? Where's your wife today? And I was and I was like um, she's a little occupied. Oh, shorty out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then she's like, oh, well, okay. And she's like, well, I guess, you know, I guess you get some, you know, kid time now. I'm like, yeah, kind of like forever now, right? (laughs)
3: Like
2: I said, I just, I I didn't (laughs) want to tell her, but I wanted to like, like hint, like, please stop. (laughs) But uh, I think there's a lot of stigma to getting divorced. And when people hear that you're getting divorced, there's, I've noticed there's, there are ones that immediately want to run to either side to who, okay, who's the good one? Who's the bad one? Let's vilify one of you two. And then, then there's why? the ones. Then there's the ones that are like, "Oh well, you're, the man is just a straight failure. If you had, a, if you why? married and you provided, why can't you have maintained that kind of thing?"
0: But here's the thing that guys don't do. They don't press themselves on. Like, like when I say this, I mean it like a hundred percent. I don't care what people think about. Me. Like, I literally don't. Hence your like, shirt collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, actually, my wife said, "You got to stop wearing those shirts because you might get fired."
3: <laughs> so, Whatever. Like, what? They but were
0: going to fire you me. long before you started wearing those shirts. Yeah, yeah everything to do with the Obama thing. talk. <laughs> yeah, so, but my, my question is, like the question that guys struggle with asking themselves is, like, seriously, why is it important that I care what people think about me? right i give i give silly disclaimers 89% for the joke depending on who it is right do i care what people think about me no because if you don't like me i don't really care but if you respect me i care about that more right and it's hard to the the stigma that you're talking about is something that you're gonna wrestle with for the next like ten, fifteen years, depending on how on how yeah, old your it. youngest child is.
2: Yeah, through, uh five.
0: Turn six and like fourteenth.
2: Yes. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I really See, am though. The, I didn't mean the the for that come to come off ironic.
2: I I'm actually I love Christmas parties. It's just this year is gonna be kind of depressing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's okay. Like it's it it's like look, the the tough times that we have to deal with and endure are to make us better, right? Like for for me, for example, one of the worst times in my life. It's helped me to be Just a, a better friend for people. Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: you, you, no, you didn't hear. You said something about like when <laughs> I met Chris.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, that was one I got of the worst. Agree. I got. That was I one gotta, of the <laughs> lowest
1: points in my life. Was yeah. meeting that asshole. No,
0: <laughs> but for me to go through that and to come out on the other side and be there to support Chris was, Chris. in hindsight pretty amazing i mean but it, chris but chris is not the only person right where, like I, I have a lot of friends and wait family members so you met have, like, through this. chris when he was going through a divorce
1: no right so he met I, I, before. yeah before, before that. so andre okay, and i met I we were working to say, this together like, there's like a sick twist be, of fate that yeah that would be but <laughs> no but like i'll be perfectly Sister honest joe like when you and I, traveling I divorce first, papers. <laughs> I like that That's probably the title of the episode right there uh, No, but like when you and I first connected Like when I was reading your profile on oh Bumble God, BFF I, gonna, I was like I thought you were going to flirt with me I saw your face hair. No, I was, no, like, I was just like I read that and I went To me, what I saw was somebody who was in a very similar situation to what I went through and in a lot of ways, what I what I was hoping was that if you and I connected, that I could help you just by being a friend, you know, like not telling yeah, you and what then, to and do, maybe not like guiding to you veganism. through this. But no, but just like <laughs> being somebody like Andre was, who was just somebody to sit there and listen and say, like, dude, this sucks. And it's it's probably going to get worse before it ever gets I, better. But I will you've got say somebody that. here that. You know, like understands that and will be your friend and will help you through it and will if, invite you
0: over for dinner, like occasionally. Stop being so to, sappy, God. No,
1: but I'm saying, like, no, de- Like, this I, is legit. That's no, a no, no,
0: that's a that's a cultural problem, though. Like, seriously, what you just said is a cultural issue of it's like actually I, going through shitty shit. So when uh, I was, hear, hear me out. So when I first when I moved back to Raleigh, right? Why'd you move? Back? I was pathetic. I was like super. I was super pathetic. My sister felt so bad for me. She's 10 years younger than me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm about to eat. She goes, what are you eating? I'm like, noodles and noodles. She goes, I'm oh. going to come cook for you.
3: Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> so
2: my sis-
0: Did you at least warm it up? <laughs> Dude, I was like pathetic. Yeah. Was, you didn't
2: it was, like, warm really it up. Sad. You just like put it in a bowl or did you just eat it straight out of the can? <laughs> I put it in a bowl at least. It was but it was okay. so sad. But my childhood but was culture- all straight as I can. Col- I am okay. <laughs> for viewers, yes, this all seems like a very de- sad and depressing time for me. Um this is actually one of the most happiest times of my life. Because I'm I'm off I'm offloading a lot of stress and a lot of trauma and I'm redefining myself for you know what I want to be versus what I'm told I should be. And I can yeah. cook my own food because I know how to cook. I'm not one of those guys who was like, oh, I need a wife to cook. Please, mom, help me.
0: <laughs> I can do laundry, too. So but the, <laughs> the reason I say it that gross. is because like, it. it's, it's a cultural, like some of those things are cultural like, they are. abnormalities, yeah. right? It's like yeah. you can't pretend like you're this tough non-white guy and like have your feelings. Hurt. Yeah,
1: I can't pretend I'm any you, kind of non-white guy. <laughs> I know, well right? that's actually a good point because everyone otherwise. expects because everyone expects because of the my skin complexion that guys,
2: I'm always like thicker to the it. The
1: reality no, but is guys that's, get their feelings But I them. think like Joe, you make a good point that I think there is that there is that societal belief and pressure that like non white guys are tougher than white guys. That like now it's become kind of okay for yeah. white guys to be like emotional and vulnerable and all of this stuff. But yeah, they I wear, wear sweaters think sweaters and talk about their feelings on podcasts. Yeah, but I do think that there's like there is not that same level of societal acceptance for no. non-white men, right? Like it is not, and I and I, I mean part of it I think maybe cultural, right? Like that there's there's that, that I, element I of it it's where cultural, it's supposed to be like the.
2: I know it's cultural when I walk into a, a store I first time I've ever been there, and someone looks at my tattoo on my arm and in the and the facial expression changes. Like they see the beard, they see the hoodie, and they're like, "Oh, he's a piece of shit." I roll my sleeves up because I guess it's the only way, you know, I just walk. When I walk in the buildings, I roll mm, my sleeves up. But I don't know why. Shit. Yeah, right. But they then they see the he's tattoo. Sort of no, then they <laughs> no, see the tattoo. Showing oh, off his the fighter ones. tattoos. You know, like,
1: yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, so, you talked about the, this I think the on, like, entire the first reason. Season.
2: The entire reason I have it in that direction is so when I'm walking, people can make out what it is. That's that. When I got That's it, so I was weird. like, because he was like pointing so towards weird. you, so it's toward your heart. And I'm like, no, I want to put him like this. so when I'm had it, handing an axe to somebody, or I'm br- dragging a hose line. They can see how f- committed I am. <laughs> Bam! I'm weird. saying, if there's yeah, ever a just... job you do that
0: you're not balls deep for for no pay, it's uh, it's fire <laughs> <Firefighting>. department, firefighter. <laughs> yeah, firefighter. But yep. so my my point is, like, you know, I'll tell people all the time. I'll tell people like, yo, they hurt your feelings. And I tell guys this a lot, and they get like, butt hurt. Okay. <laughs> like, no, but they hurt your feelings. Like, nah, I just didn't like it. I'm like, no, but they totally hurt your feelings. And it's it's if you look at the, the <laughs> body language sabbier. of somebody, who you say, yeah, you got your feelings hurt. They're like, they don't want to, they can't sign on to that. I mean, I had to.
1: But it's a reality. So, like, one of
0: the things
1: um, that I have struggled with over the last several months, it, I've been living Central. with my parents, right? And- Joe, I swear to God, you will get yourself through this <laughs> podcast so quickly. Wait wait, 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 wait. Like Living with your parents currently? Yeah. How <laughs> about say. I explained this to you. Um, did you? We don't, don't bought a house. It. Well, we bought a house down here, but we're renovating it. And because of all of the delays, oh, no, in you did part, specifically yeah. kitchen cabinet stuff. But we're finally moving forward. With it. No, card- I got my you cabinet. You finally. have an alcove of book bags? They were okay with that. They didn't think no, that. No, um, this safe? is my office, man. This is this is my workplace. This is my sanctuary.
2: Okay, <laughs> since we're talking about offices, I just got to
1: I just got to throw that because I know there's going to be somebody at some point wondering, what's that? Yeah, what is right that? Yeah, what is Your video quality is <laughs> not great tonight on the oh. the live, so I can barely tell. It'll be fine on the uh, the recorded version, I'm yeah, sure. But... Um,
2: remember that thing I FaceTimed you about? Oh, you mother! Yeah. You put that in the background. <laughs> I Jesus. have everything on my shelves. So I don't even think about now it. No, I, I got like, it. I was like I'm just blur like, it out. No, it's not like it's open or anything. It's just I was just it like doesn't have just to put my be. head in front of it. Yeah, there you go. And, you That's know, much better. let's be realistic. We're talking about our emotions here. We're also talking about intimacy, and nothing is more intimate than no. You're flash- talking a about
1: intimacy, all right, <laughs> Andre? You have like crossed the, the line. No, but. <laughs> So my point being (laughs) accept random
2: packages in the mail even if they're not yours. Yeah.
0: No, so here's here's what I'll say. Like I I I will acknowledge like the dodge, right? The emotional dodge, right? Like I just did. It's okay to get your it's okay to get your feelings hurt.
2: Yeah.
0: No. Like most of your response is well, you're right. But most of your responses to like your your wife or whoever, you're gonna get your feelings hurt. And that's where guys go off the deep end. Right? Yeah, when you and try you to start repress it. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, when you yeah, try but to repress it's, it. Yeah. It's like you can't swim up a stream. Like I, I can't swim at all. I that's that's pretty That's important. why I'm a firefighter. I get away from it. <laughs> so my my like the reason I say that is because there's sometimes you, you, avoidance is is more detrimental than just acceptance right so in martial arts when somebody throws a punch at you you're not really trying to dodge it you're trying to go with their motion right in boxing it it takes more energy
2: to stop it than it would just divert it
0: yeah so it's not nothing changes like in the emotional state either and that's where guys like seriously and if you're a guy out there that's or a woman out like you're having relationship issues or
1: non-binary it's not
0: yeah, definitely not, come to us yeah. and ask us how we messed that up. <laughs> the three guys.
1: <laughs> well, that's
0: super dismissive, right? Psychological is psychological. It
1: is. No, you're right. I mean, the truth of the matter is, and two-thirds of this uh, hosting audience here are at least – fairly elevated in their thoughts joe i'm i'm discounting you in this conversation just because you're you're only going through all of this that. right now but no i'm no i'm being an asshole but
0: but no being, well i'm,
2: looking, like, I'm look. looking away because you're getting me so thought you get me so running like
1: I'm, the thoughts are running so quickly in my head that i'm like i can see that I, like I your need, body I need,
0: language is like you're. I need to to discuss, yeah right? you're
1: definitely not playing video games while we're hosting a podcast together it's civilization. It's not even a game. <laughs> I, I <laughs> fucking called it! <laughs> <laughs> <But> they're, they're... <laughs> I was sitting there earlier, really like... Man. I kept hearing a little tapping, and I'm like, this son yeah, sure. of a bitch like, playing video games. I'm literally just building an economy.
2: Where I, I'm building a world where my mind's crumbling. Sir, let me have it's, this. Dude, it's <laughs> fine. So, but here's
0: a, here's the... It the here. like, I know, I, I know. Think I know it's a joke. It's, it's almost... It's something that people, like, avoidance is not, uh, it's not a strategy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, could you argue that avoidance is just kind of like a, what? My dog tries the (laughs) avoidance strategy. Because I've been training him with the shot collar, right? Like the e-collar. Oh, Oh, you sick
2: bastard. Well, it's not my fault. He's a freaking psychopath.
1: No, it's not. Come here. It's stop going freaking nuts over the (laughs) random stranger walking down the street that's 35 feet away from you. No, he like, this dog loses his mind. And because he's half German Shepherd, half Rottweiler, he has these German Shepherds are good dogs. And so, yeah, they're great, but they have the scariest growl bark combination of like anything. And so people like hear him and they think that he is going to rip their nuts off. And I mean, he probably would, but anyways, the trainer yeah, that I hired to, to,
2: sleep and then bite it off.
1: to come help me with him was explaining stuff just generally about, like, avoidance, you know? Like, noticing that he will start to avoid certain stimuli that have gotten him in trouble previously as opposed to accepting them, right? Like, those are the three steps. Right now, he's stimulated and he wants to react, right? We're trying to get him away from that. And so the in-between between stimulated react and accepting is avoidance he's right now he's like if i go away from it maybe i won't react to it and i won't get in trouble for it so that was the
2: you would say reference so that i was trying to make more here of like a, would you say it's more it's like more of a primal instinct
0: for humans to just avoid things that are uncomfortable in that respect i think it's more of a male it's a male instinct yeah. than i than, than associated and with i men. don't even know if it's well, necessarily primal
1: as much as it is societal
0: I yeah. don't think it's necessarily think like ingrained
1: it, in our in our you know Y chromosome as much as it is like that society has built us to the point or has has set the expectations yeah that we that we are infallible yeah. or that we are immobile at, yeah. or uh, like impervious that no matter what it is that comes out our way like we have to be the strong rock that yeah. you know is, Chuck Norris
2: set the bar really too high for us as a species.
0: <laughs> <It sounds laughs> but to be fair, you're still doing it, right? Like it, it like, yeah. to be uncomfortable is to actually find a way to healing. Like that's, yeah. that's the reality of it. Like yes. the more uncomfortable I am, I can have better relationships.
1: Well, I mean, you talked about this right? before with the experience at E area, right? Where it's like, you don't right. grow significantly during times of, ease right piece, if everything yeah, in your right. life is going good you are not being challenged to grow in any way shape oh or right and so it's there's, only there's actually when a
2: historical precedent for that i'll get to that
1: in a you go. Go. Get, 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 get. but yeah i mean it is it's only when you're faced with challenges that all of a sudden you're like i gotta figure out how to overcome this and all of a sudden you you would you develop this new skill set right one of the things that came out of my divorce that I am eternally grateful for is that, like you talked about, Andre, I figured out how to make myself better, right? I One of the things I did early on, and Andre laughs at this because he himself is would be an excellent therapist, uh, and usually was just like, dude, stove's hot, stop touching it. Um, but I went to therapy and my therapist, one of the first things she said was, I would like you to go home and make a list of the things that you feel like you lost, you know, in your marriage. And then I want you to make a list of the things that you think you're good at. And I bet you that there's a huge amount of overlap between those two things. And I want you to identify what those things are and if they're things that you would like to get back, work on getting them back. And music was one of the things that I had felt like I had lost in my previous relationship, and this podcast has actually immensely helped me to reconnect with my music because it allowed me the creativity to create all the little bumpers and do the intro music and all this stuff and start doing sound editing, and so this has been a massively, like, therapeutic device for me in doing this, which I know also is probably something that to some degree will make Andre laugh, but...
2: (laughs) You better open that sweater a little bit. Your heart's pounding through it. So that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot of but realism a, right but there. That's, but, that's okay. see, but, but it's okay. But it's real.
0: But you're literally. But Joe, you're doing it again. like that's that's. No, I wasn't saying a bad thing. I was just saying. I
2: was saying like no, let no, it all I'm, out. I'm saying
0: like I'm I, I'm saying like the vulnerability like, at, you know we're like guys are innately adverse to like vulnerability. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're afraid there, of being and picked on. they afraid <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's fair, but it's like, well, get a better circle. Right? You're in a circle okay. here yeah, where hard. you don't have
1: to worry about that. You know, like that was a thing. Well, except for the people that watch well, this. Yeah, right? Well, yeah, but actually I'm
2: like... <laughs> <that's>,
1: God forbid <laughs> but, people watch this. So, no, but, but I'm, All
0: 17 but of you
1: subscribers, which includes four
0: here's of me. A, here's a hypothetical.
1: <laughs> right? You liking your same thing if, four
0: times. <laughs> what if you could be honest about how you talk about how you feel about something, right? That's a, that's a big aspirational thing Mm -hmm. to say. I'm at a point in my life where it's like, you know, I don't really give a shit if people like me or dislike me. I'm going to be honest. I want people to, Oh, I could tell your
2: relationship with Chris is, is polar opposite of that. (laughs) No, no, You you know, say that you
1: don't think I think what? very highly of Andre because that is quite no, quite false. Not all the time.
2: You you not think all very the highly time. of him ninety nine percent of the time except for that one topic.
0: That that one yeah can <laughs> be. It's, it's it's totally okay. I'm also okay with accepting. That I don't have to agree with everybody. I can be respectful about yep. this. Even his best yeah. Way. And I think you don't have to have everyone. like And, and you. I think that I I don't. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. But I think that if you if people especially dads right if you're and I can talk about my own childhood right where it's like you know and it's not to put my dad out like that but it's like yo you could have just said these things to me but because the way he grew up in his world and his like his purview those things weren't acceptable right yeah it was a very it rigid damaged me as a, it was very a, rigidness to it I understand that yeah damaged me as a man but I can look back and say but he did the best he could do with what he knew right you know. But what if we could fix some of that and say, look, it's not about just being, you know, labeled a, a simp or whatever. People want to, it's don't, don't discount honesty and truth for the sake of doing it. Yeah, you know. it's it's just not those those two things I, are not mutually. exclusive. I see
2: a lot of people, especially online, and God, especially on TikTok, um, they're relating, <laughs> they're relating men wanting to open up about their feelings to insecurity and the idea is if you know if you're a stronger man you wouldn't have those feelings you know stop being so insecure about your no, body i'm super insecure
0: and <laughs> i'm yeah. super i'm super insecure i, get, I don't watch tv shows if my wife says somebody's cute i'm like i'm not watching that shit anymore so, <laughs> it's true <but> it's <laughs> seen it happen so anything with ryan reynolds so anything with ryan reynolds is a no huh <laughs>
1: no she doesn't like ryan reynolds
0: no, <laughs> Lisa, she if she tells me, I'm like oh, Ryan Reynolds is dead. No, she me. knows better the now. Is, <laughs> the reality is, the reality is, it's like, look, if you want like true healing, and I don't discount therapists, I don't discount anybody in the mental health field. God knows they don't. They charge charge premium. Part, I know. <laughs> I think that the biggest challenge that people have is embracing truth and honesty.
2: Right? The real truth and, and honesty. Not just the, hyper- not what we call, tell ourselves to get through the
1: day. It's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's actual like, truth and actual where- honesty. Yeah.
0: yeah, there are actual times where I'd say, Hey, look, Chris, I don't have a better way to say this, but blah, right? And his job as my friend and my brother is to reel me back in to kind of clean up the edges. I can't say it without the edges messy, right? Yeah. And I don't expect him to be like, Well, you're off by, no, if I'm off, off, tell me I'm off, but I don't need it. Like, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I'm telling you, I don't have a better way to say this, but this is how I feel. But that's the other piece is that you need
1: somebody who's going to be honest with you. Right. And I think that's the other place that I think a lot of people aren't, don't feel secure. It's not, it's, it's a, it's a level of not feeling secure in their own vulnerability, but also not feeling secure in who it is that they're opening up to. You know, whether it's your wife or a coworker or a friend or a, or a parent, sibling, whatever, that for whatever reason, you have some sense that, like, this is not a safe thing for me to do. And, well, I think and it goes back to and the
0: safe is so the, overrated. Well, yeah. yeah safe, I think it goes back you're to right. the idea that
2: um, can I go, my turn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. OK. I, I think your it goes to back to that. the idea that people. What did you say? Friend of, show, friend of the show Joe. Oh, that <laughs> rhymed. I was like, what the, what, my brain was like, say that again.
3: <laughs>
2: say that one no, more so time. What
0: are we doing? Yeah, right. Did they speak like, English friend. and what?
2: <laughs> 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 the, the, um, it, like we said, it goes back to that, you know, the, and I, I will not even say innate because I don't, I, I've seen my kids, they don't have an innate fear of much. I, I think it's the learned fear of, of like loss and hurt and, and, and Rejection. And I think people are afraid to be right. truth with other, truthful with other people because they're afraid they're gonna, their truth is going to be rejected or, or they're going to be outcasted. Speaking from a guy who lost two jobs, a marriage, all of his friends, get outcasted. It's the best thing you've ever done in your life. You find new people, you find your true hobbies, you, you'll go on with your life, and then someone accidentally mails you a flashlight. <laughs> but no, really, it's not even my address. It just—it was—it's across town, and somehow they got it here. And I was conflicted. Thinking... And I called Chris, and I'm like, Chris, what do I do with this? What's the bro code here? I know where this guy lives now. I don't want to just show up. I don't want to just show up to his house Like here, bro. No, so but now I, I, just I have mean, my a... guess
1: on that is that you as have a—you a, <laughs> have well, uh, like a guardian Amazon delivery man or woman. Angel, right, who is like, who like, recognized everything like, that's going on in your life, and was like, "This person doesn't need this. This guy does." And you just hold and the just box. Yeah, this is right. this is a flashlight. Here you go. They know could what's anything in it. Else.
0: To reel back in, I, I think that there's there's three good, things. Good luck, I mean, Courage. And implies I'm not getting any just because yeah. I'm getting divorced. It hurts. <laughs> there, there's three things. It's courage, right? And the courage is, like, to, like, face the unknown without expectations. The second thing would be, like, truth slash honesty. I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to you if you're honest? They're
1: going to punch me in the face. In
0: the face. Yeah, you get, you'll get There's a 99% uh,
1: chance <laughs> of hell That's what Andre always said. He's like, what's the worst thing going happen? They punch me in the face, and I'm like, that's pretty bad. I don't like getting punched in the face the couple of times it's happened. It has not been a pleasant experience. Why is that got to be the baseline, like, though? Why don't I, like, punch the guy? There's
0: a gut? 99% chance that won't happen. Houdini died and from a third punch thing the is like, <laughs> The third thing is, like, find an overabundance of grace. Like, I, I believe everybody wants at some level to be forgiven. Now, the way they project that is not something that you can probably typically figure out. But people tell you bad things about themselves because they want to be forgiven. People tell you a lot of things because at the, at the at the root of what they're saying or asking is forgiveness, and they haven't figured out how to get that. So I think that we should all carry a level, an extra level of uh, abundant grace to give people. And we may we could like theoretically be the person that helps somebody get off the ledge. And I, I think that people are just afraid of those things. Those three things are like. I don't know what happened, but just have a little bit of courage. Like fear is literally a choice. Like, and I, I know that's been like overstated many times. It's been in a couple of bad movies, but I really believe fear is a choice. I mean, you I can choose to be that. afraid of something.
2: When I, when I mean, my first structure fire, I was looking at the door and the flames were coming through, and I was like, I, I, I felt like the thought, "You should run away. This is not for you. is you your first fire. No one's going to blame you." And I was like, I literally just made a mental, like, nope, clicked it off and then just powered through it. And it was, it felt like an eternity, but it was only like 15 minutes. And, but when you say, you know, fear is a choice that from that, I was given the choice to decide for myself if I was going to be afraid or not. I chose not to be, which, you know, that you you can say that doing that too much causes problems. Hence the PTSD, but the root of what you're saying is correct. Fear is a choice. Don't let it control you you know, empower yourself to, to get through the challenging
0: moment of your life. And um And honesty and truth is, is hard, right? But if yeah. you have the courage to say, like, again, do I want this person to like me or respect me? And I, I think that kind of it, it answers that question. And thirdly, I mean people want to like I think most people want to be forgiven for something. It's at the root of a lot of the things that we do. It's it's at the root of our honesty. It's at the root of our vulnerability. Now we're talking about we religion to... with original sin. Sure. Yeah. Again, I never, like, specifically talk about religion. Yes, you do. Because I don't think... Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you're probably <laughs> a gospel over there. I love it. I never talk <laughs> about
1: religion. Religion religion, but... religion, 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 religion.
2: I'm just I'm waiting for a magical cross to pop up over his head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the reality is like nobody's trying to hear like your religious speak, right? I mean, if I am. you could actually say the things that are are actually motivating you to say them, you're you're probably you're talking about your faith, but you're not talking about it in package religion, you're, not, you're not living it because you're, it's you're a not big it, yeah. You're not. Living it's the whole it. point yeah. of the homily, right? That's that's actually a fair.
1: Assessment. I mean in my mind that was where church became real back in my day growing up where it was like okay here's a theoretically real story that actually takes the biblical you know piece that we've just heard and puts it into practice and helps to helps to put it into context in what we are dealing with in our current lives
0: I was a training consultant for a company, or a co- one of the companies I spent most of my career in, for two years, and I realized something about uh, training in and of itself: two, two very important parts. Well, actually, three. People don't get hired to get fired <laughs> like that. <laughs> that was unless that you pizza. <laughs> Secondly, people don't train other people because of their own insecurities. They're afraid to show people what they don't know. And there is a very people don't train other people because of their own insecurities. They're afraid to show people what they don't know.
2: That makes sense. Yeah. I don't train someone how to use a pump panel, if I don't feel like I know how to do it.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Right. But you can always learn how to do it before you train that person. Unless that's what I did. Yeah. And third and thirdly, um, this this is the weirdest one is that, um, and let me try to frame this in a very simple way. Oh, because we're so hard um, and to, under, to understand
2: the big boy th- well, stuff. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: well,
3: slightly I know, it's complex. Like,
2: I lost
0: my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> trying to buy himself some time. Let me think of how. what's the best way in to put this. In a true Obama fashion, how to
1: <laughs> <say>?
0: <laughs> That's what Obama was saying, like, 9 yeah. like, what I need is mm, some more time to yeah, what construct my talk. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, damn it. I loved didn't it. do I it. Loved I when he did the whole.
2: Show. He did one of these and just pointed and held it for a while, <laughs> and then he like looked away, pointed, and then started talking again. So and then, like, what you was got the,
0: it. the first point was people don't get hired to get fired, which they people do. People don't train. Um, t-
2: yep. they, they don't know. train for if they have insecurity because they don't. If, you know, they, because don't because they don't
1: because they don't. Yeah, they don't want to teach what they don't know, and I don't remember what the third one.
0: was. <laughs> which yeah, makes. I'm,
1: I'm, which, yeah, that's where we've like gotten in this podcast version. episode tonight.
0: Man, you guys got me, man. This is the this is a first and we're gonna have to like huh.
1: Usually <laughs> Chris that's is the sad. one who's
0: like Wait, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So um man. Okay, I'll I'll probably remember it next week. But anyway, I, I just hope I hope that um, this very deep conversation uh, is helpful. Uh, it's a good, it's a good conversation to have a bunch of you know with a bunch of guys because to be honest, guys we're thinking it but we're just not. Seeing. We rarely have these conversations.
1: Um, That's the problem. Right? Yeah. Whether really because we don't yeah. feel like there like are people in our lives that give us yeah exactly right. Like I don't know. I, it's like Andre is one of the few people in my life that I feel like I can have these kinds of conversations with. You know, like Joe, you're you're my getting is, added like, you to don't the see list. Barbershops
0: anymore. But, do you know do see, see as many anymore.
2: barbershops anymore. They're, you know, like that's that used to be the thing, barbershop talk.
0: Everyone the guys yeah, was about this I on. was literally like about 10 years ago I was going to open up a chain of barbershops because like it's so hard to find a barbershop in oh, the black community. A good straight razor need. shave
2: is the best. Oh man. Uh, and, and I know that my
1: opinion on this carries very little weight with this audience.
0: It carries I zero, understand that what's your opinion? Zero
1: i just i finally uh, i was struggling to no i was struggling to find a place down here <laughs> when i moved down to the beach to get my haircut and i finally found a barber that i like uh
0: it's a nice spot you get crispy edges yeah. <laughs> yeah, real i had to tell him what crispy edges actually to, like i had to educate an entire group of people of like crispy edges i'm like yeah, if the edges aren't crispy, you shouldn't do it. Like, amen. Amen. Like, amen. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a I'm while. Like, yo, man. if your lines aren't tight, yo, like yeah, yeah, exactly. That uh-huh. Oh my god, my, if my the my... fading. Oh
2: my <laughs> god. I, I yes, yes, man. I I because my wife for a long time she was the one doing them. Like she would you know the haircut and then she would do, you know do the edges. She was doing them so right. I was like, I'm not going to another barber. I'm just. It was one so guy. Now bar- what are like, you doing gonna barber- do? I do it myself.
1: Can't you tell? No, Joe,
0: I couldn't. It looks great. <laughs> oh my god! Nah, it's a, it's all about the crispy edges. You know, so I'm, shout I'm out a, to all the dope barbershops out there. I'm a I mean, stickler for that spot the right main, behind your head,
1: down here in uh, Carolina pay- Beach.
0: Yeah, really? I will pay thirty dollars for a haircut. Yeah. Like when I didn't. If it's I'll a good haircut, hair I face. absolutely will pay thirty dollars for a haircut. Yeah, my hairline is. Receiving. But that's the problem. Is like I gotta
1: go in somewhere and just hope that this place is gonna give me a good haircut. Why don't you just call? What I'm gonna call and call. say, "Do if, you give good if haircuts?" A stylist. Okay,
2: no, 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 call them if they're a First
1: stylist. All, you should go to a black barbershop.
0: Yeah, that, that, yeah. because I'm gonna go it, in
1: there, it, me. White boy no, Chris and totally be confident no, no. and calm and comfortable in that environment.
0: Yo, first everybody's gonna look at you like this. Yeah. Then say yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, "Yo, he was res- he respects." No game. bullshit. Yeah, if they, if, if you, you show up, shit, that means it they're different. gonna look you, at me and say, "He respects to a black They're gonna
1: say, "This white boy is lost. He doesn't know where <laughs> he is."
0: Been, have you have you ever been to a black? No, barbershop? but I've
1: seen the movies. That's
0: racist <laughs> I will not this. stand for that
3: <laughs> No! God! Please! No!
0: <laughs> but I've seen the go. You gotta go to a black barbershop You were supposed to take me to one in Raleigh at
1: some point and we never went How about You're you right. go to
0: a black church too? You're right. just, just go all the way with it I go to no, a black church I'm, you know, I'm good on ask...
1: church, man. I... <laughs> that's,
0: that's like a three-hour commitment. Yeah.
1: Andre <laughs> doesn't even go the to Black Church. church. Our,
2: services, our services are only one
1: hour for convenience, and then you go home. And spend two more hours oh, praying. <laughs> it's
0: like it's like the worst thing for football season, man, is Black Church, man, because you'll be in there for like two and a half hours. But I, I, it's like... When the preacher's got to give you a score update in the middle of the show, <laughs> you <know>, your <laughs> church ceremony to has long. gone too long. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we talking about anyway? Edgy. But, um, man, I'm still you're thinking, not going yeah, to think of it. I'm not, I, it's gone be like next week, gone. but yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. But I, I'm super glad that, uh, we had this conversation and I know it's, I know it's a heavy conversation, but like real talk, it's one of those things that guys should talk about, you know? Yeah. Uh, you like, definitely you need know, Oh, by the way, way sorry,
2: sorry, sorry. No, back to, don't do that, Chris. Don't change the subject. What did you call mean? them. And ask if they're a stylist or they're a barber. If they're a stylist, oh. they're not for you. You stop it. They didn't put. It, they didn't get as much training. Barbers actually get licenses and they well more licenses and they get a degree and they get a picture taken with their barber class of that year. So if they're not barber, they don't touch your head. Don't let them touch you. You know you're better than that. You don't look better than that, <laughs> so, but you know you're better don't than work, that. Don't <laughs> You said to let him touch okay.
3: you.
2: Okay. Like, he's not going to mass. <laughs> yeah. All right. You, you made that joke, not me. Bar- well, I'm just saying, barber. Oh, barbarism has. Ah.
0: <laughs> that was terrible. I shouldn't have done that. But she um, <laughs> said. That was. Ter- I shouldn't. Have, that's terrible. I shouldn't have said that. I, that was but I have such a huge respect but for barbers, say-
2: especially in 2021 when no one wants to be a barber anymore. Like. Yo, man, you got to go to a black
0: barbershop. Please. I would love to. Yo, if you're a black. If you're a black barber shop in the Wilmington in the area, Wilmington?
1: and you're listening to this, mm-hmm. message me Chris at chrisandandreshow.com. I will. You don't have to do that. I will. Like no, you will get a free plug no. on our podcast. <laughs> <coughs> just I will come in, get my haircut. I will come on this show, and I will give my honest review of your haircut, the whole experience. Literally, no, just have to be drive a segment, down. Yeah.
2: Just drive. Just drive down We're, the the entrance of Wilmington. And as you go down, I'm thinking just to left of Street. So you
1: You're know, the, the, about when you cross the bridge Street? from,
2: no, 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 God, the entrance of Wilmington is not Market Street. That's where the slaves <laughs> came from. Stop that. <laughs> no, the um, do we not know wow. about the cotton exchange? Do we not know that?
1: Yeah, I do. Okay. No, dude, I've anyway, been here so... for like two months. All right,
2: you really don't know about the cotton exchange? <laughs> That's good okay, for so viewers. There's. <laughs> in, in, no, I'm say it quickly. In downtown Wilmington, it's this really like ritzy, like artsy, hippie oh, kind of... Oh, that like kind of exchange. Like, yeah, like, you go there and all these stores are there. You buy gemstones and stuff like that. It's called the Cotton Exchange because it was a, li- a literal cotton exchange where slaves and so cotton true. was exchanged. You would give us cotton, we'll give you slaves. That, that's, that's
0: that's how it worked. Yeah, let's not go there. So, Oh, we can't we, go there. we have been everywhere else. Let's, let's run this back. <laughs> No, but we're gonna. But we're we're at the end of the episode. If 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 you're gonna bring that up now, (laughs)
1: we're all we're gonna be here all (laughs) night. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got nothing to do. If you're a black barbershop, please help my boy out. Like um, seriously, Chris, please make this a segment. Yeah, like just blast this on social media. Yo, please help him get a crispy like haircut. You know, make sure everything's faded out nice and lovely. Give him that that crazy crispy part. Yeah, just do that joint on nice. But no, um, like, don't shave anyway. the
1: line or the part in. I don't want that shit. That's that's too much. Chris, stop right. talking. <laughs> uh, I, I got you, Doc. So... Stop
2: talking. He's color guarding you. He's like, mm, stop.
0: I'll <laughs> be the first one to tell you. Like, I will pay thirty dollars for a haircut, and I have done it. When I went to uh, to Atlanta one time, I paid thirty five dollars for a haircut, and like twenty of that joint was like a tip. So, so you wise. didn't really pay thirty dollars uh, for a
1: haircut, you paid ten. No, that's how good the haircut was. He gave he gave more money towards Yo, fuel full value. That man did not appreciate the quality of his service. He was only charging ten dollars <laughs> for that haircut.
2: Be, maybe he's
0: like some of these downtown hoes that just anyway. go for volume. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us today. We're super glad you hung out with us. Uh, this has been another long episode. we sitting at about a little bit over <laughs> two, and two and a half hours. hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two and a half I'm hours. I'm trying to get it's you guys at awesome. three mark. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you want to catch our podcast, you can always find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts. Tune in. And for the Adventurous people, hit us up on Plex. Uh, I'm sorry. Use your RSS reader. I use Plex. Hit us up on Plex. Plex is awesome. (laughs) Put our RSS feed in your um, your favorite RSS reader and get the latest and greatest when they are published. The video version, of course, is on YouTube. Please subscribe. You can hit us at uh, on Facebook at Chris and Andre, on Twitter at Chris and Andre, obviously on uh, YouTube at Chris and Andre. If you have any comments for the show, please send us an email at comment at com. I'm Andre at and I'm
1: chris at chrisandandreshow.com
0: And for the fan of the show, Joe, you can find him on TikTok at Fire Guy Joe. Fire Guy Joe. Mm-hmm. Or Google him. He's got fleshlights and all types of weirdness yep. going on. I also play video games. So, I mean...
3: <laughs>
2: did you I have to, play to play video games. games? Next week
0: is yeah, our we video. Joe's Joe figured out the secret to, like, sauce. Become, man. Like, <laughs> the secret <laughs> As always,
2: you guys imply I'm Chris.
0: And I'm Joe. we will talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>